Randy back getting that bread. Yeah, buddy, we in the mix, man. You. What's good, baby? I got my guy Vaj Lombardi, and I got Yo, my guy Koye. Go ahead and bring up, it in, man. Tell, tell them where you at, man. Uh, Koye, tell them where they can meet you at and all this good stuff, man. Talk man, you, you guys already know. Once again, Law, I appreciate you having me on, man. And uh, I like uh, doing these collabs. Vaj, what up? Um, and uh, you can find me on Koye Media on YouTube. Also, uh, same tag on uh, Twitter, at Koye Media. And if you feel like watching uh, and, and being bored, you can follow me on IG at um, I am underscore A-K-O-Y-E as well. So, um, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm responsive. So, you know, let me say something. I, I talk back. I debate all that. Yes, indeed. So, shoot. He going to spit the fire. So, you guys, he ain't going to hold back. He ain't going to bring back those punches. He going to punch nah, you. He might hit you in the mouth. Yes, indeed. And then we got, I'm talking about the people's champ. I'm calling him home skitter because he's from the same town, same same heartbeat that I'm from, man. Go ahead and tell him, man, who you are. I don't have to say anything else. Boy, Killmonger threw Randy Gregory off the waterfall, but he back. He back like bra straps. It's Vach Lombardi, V-O-C-H-L-O-M-B-A-R-D-I. Koye Law, what's cracking, lacking, hold it down. Koye, what's that acronym that you that you that you go by, fam? What's, what's, what's... Oh man, I appreciate that. See, see, I, you know I'm a rookie to this branding game, man. But uh, it stands for accumulated knowledge over years of existence Damn. or experience, depending on which one you want to use. But um, it started off one way, and now it's uh, now it's the other. Damn, what'd he say? Player acquisition? What'd he say? <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, y'all. Vio Director of player personnel. Yeah. I do film as well. Salute to y'all. Yes, indeed, man. That guy, uh, Koye, he jumped out. This is rookie year, right? This is rookie yeah. year. He coming out like... Koye got the, got the, got the damn <laughs> Dak numbers on rookie year. Cam Newton numbers on rookie year, boy. Salute to him. Happy for him. Appreciate you, man. Got a video on YouTube over a quarter of a million views, man. <sighs> you can't get that just like sleeping on on film, oh, man. Oh, and that was by accident, man. I can't recapture it, man. <laughs> Not that I'm trying, but it just is what it is. Man. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care, man. A quarter of a million views is a quarter of a million views. My God, man. But. We're going to talk about some Cowboys football. We're going to talk about the expectations of the season. But let's just go ahead and talk about the guy you'll kick off the bridge for. You know what I mean? Vach Lombardi, man. What about this Randy Gregory guy, man? Tell me about him, man. Charles Tapper got to go. <laughs> I know he was, sitting back, he was sitting back watching his phone, looking at his Bleacher Report app. And, and look, it's a it's a it's a sad business, man. And I don't want to see Charles, Charles Tapper go. I want to see him be healthy and get his fair shake, just like everybody else. But it comes down to the money, and it comes down to what we got invested in. So it's really going to be Tapper versus Coney Elan. Tapper sitting down saying, "Ouch!" Right now. So I think it, it it's probably going to be him, man. So he's going to be the one that we push off the bridge. He's going to be the one that we you know pillow smother. I mean, Taco safe. I think Dorrance is pretty fairly somewhat quasi safe. Um, so it, I think it, it come down to them too, man. I, it, Tapper. I, and I know Koye yeah. loves Tapper. Koye like Tapper. But. Uh, I like ta- I like Tapper's first step, but you know, I would never argue with you if you said Tapper has to go in, uh, in place of a Randy Gregory. Like that's, you know, that's a, le- that's a lesser of two evils. I think, I mean, the upside versus, you know, a high floor, you know what I mean? Tapper is pretty good right now. I don't think he'll get a whole lot better. Uh, he's he might be a one trip pony. You never know. But Rod Marinelli 
if he decides to coach another year, might be able to work with him and, and develop him like he did D-Law. But um, right now we know Randy Gregory definitely has um, multiple weapons in his arsenal. We're not like hoping to see it. We've yeah. seen it. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited about having somebody like that. Like, think about this. I, I'm not, I'm not cringing. I don't think defenses or offenses are cringing when they hear, mm-hmm. Hey, uh, you know, Charles Tapper, mm-hmm. uh, David Irving, Collins and law. But if they hear Randy Gregory, David Irving, Collins and law as a starting lineup at some point this season, it's like, that's hell to pay, man. Like Collins is that guy that can occupy, you know, two people. He's he's shown last year that he will sacrifice himself to get other guys sacks. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Irving, who's just nasty up the middle. He's crushing pockets every day. And um, and, and you can't, you know, scheme to D-Law if you have a Randy Gregory out there that's even 70% of what he should be. Hey, let me ask y'all both a question. Am I being disrespectful when I'm calling this team, this front forward, a finesse? Am I being disrespectful? Am I discounting what uh-huh. Malik Collins can do? And I'm telling you guys about Jahar Ward, and I'm telling you oh, about Brian Price or yeah. Dayton Jones. I'm, I'm go, being go, you, you take that, you start that one off, right? but um, I'm, 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 y'all, y'all take me off the ledge because that's the only time I'm telling you, man. I don't really trust this front four. I like D. Law, I like uh, Randy Gregory, but I'm the only two. I don't like your I mean, wording, man. Koya, this the problem is Law won one of them big fat three hundred pound trash can full of dirt type yeah. of guys. He yeah. want what he says it, it, exactly like this. I want somebody for the opposition to fear. I want someone <laughs> that takes up two blocks to let the the Sean Lees of the world run free. That's what he say. But dog, right. when David Irving in his bag, he's that right. guy, and he does it at two, yeah. whatever he is. You know what two I'm saying? Ninety or two, whatever. But yeah, at, yeah that and you got to realize, like we, we had guys like Leroy Glover on this team before, who was similar. You know, he's a strong guy. Yeah. You know, he just leverages his way into success. But, you know, uh, I think we have disruptive players. So, Finesse, I was, I was, I would never call David Irving Finesse. Right. You know, I wouldn't. He, he's a monster, a freak of nature. And then um, Collins is not a Finesse guy either. I think we, we, we lack depth. I would say that, though. But I wouldn't say we Finesse, though. So, I, I will pull you off the ledge there, Law, with that, I say, uh, with the addition of a Randy Gregory. And then we don't know what Jihad Ward's going to do. Um, I like Connie Ely. He's more of a finesse guy, you know, getting in the passing lanes, knocking balls down, strips, things like that. But he's a smart player too. So, you know, think he he, he reminds me of a guy who should be playing for the Patriots because of how cerebral he is with the game. So we got guys who 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 can play in a bunch of different ways. So you never really know what you're getting. But one thing that you you you're, you're not giving credit for is, you know, we all like Rob Marinelli, and we see what he's able to do with dudes like uh, Benson Mayola. Mayola, whatever his name is, Greg Selvies, you know, those types of guys. He took him and turned that. And we've never had this much talent, I don't think, in our defensive line ever since he's been here. So for him to be able to produce with the names that he's produced with, um, I think right now, even if you call it, you can call it what, you know, finesse, whatever you want to call that, but uh, it's definitely more talented than we've than, than ever before. We had names that sound like guys that just got out of a uh, – you know, trucking school for the, and got their CDL or something, you know what I mean? Or they work at a grocery store. You know what? The 80% don't like Rod Marinelli for whatever reason. I scream on him every time. Let me add some more names to your list. Whatever happened to Jack Crawford, right? Like, Jack Crawford's great when he plays here. He go to Atlanta. Now what? Terrell McClain trying to find a job, you know what I'm saying? But when he's with us, though, we 
we make it shake. Rod Marinelli, and I'm kind of glad that we that we drafted Van Der Esch early because we finally given him some athletes. We finally given him some type some some right. some type talent to play with. Because I, I I've said this before. If you look at the last decade of first round picks, they've mostly been offensive guys. But it's Byron and there's Van Der Esch. You know what I mean? Those are the only right. first round guys that we really give give uh, Marinelli. Taco too, but Taco didn't even play. Um, so. Let's give Marinelli some more some more tools to play with. I'm looking at the bench right now. Coney Ely, Dorrance Armstrong, Randy Gregory for now. Uh Dayton Jones, Brian, Brian Price, Jahad Ward. Uh that's a that's a solid little to say that's the bench, you know what I'm saying? You know, right. So 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 let, let me pull out my pad in my mind. <laughs> so starting if if you remove suspension out the board, right? So you will have right. D Law. Next to David Irvin, next to Malik Collins, and you throw in your guy RG, Randy Gregory. That's how his first four. I think in week five, I think it's going to be Tyrone Crawford. That's just me. But I think uh, Tyrone Crawford and Randy's going to have to find his time. You know what I mean? They they ain't going to let Randy just come in because they seniority counts, man. I, you know, we we, um, we play ball, man. Seniority count for something. You know what I mean? I, I, I'll, I'll agree with state you. insurance, baby. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't think he's going to start to week five, so, but I think he's going to have to earn it based off of how well we're doing before that. You know what I mean? And so also, I, I agree with you. Also, let me say this too. I think it was the the Lions game the last time Randy played or whatever. Randy didn't start that game, but he played most of the snaps though. You know, what I'm <laughs> so right. it might be a politics type of type of thing in that way. But uh, right. Randy gonna get his numbers though because of the rotation. Because right. of the rotations. So man, let me ask you this though. Hey, I forgot to say this. Shout out to EBSN O line. Shout out to Phantom. Shout out to D. Dallas Prospect, that's DDP page. Every legend was once a legend. Uh, and we also live on Big Game James and Silver and Blue Nation. Hey, Okoye, are, are we live on your page too as well? Yes, sir. We You're live any? on Okoye Media as well. Okay, so, so uh, who, who's the first person to uh, jump into that chat box, man? Let I'm me jump up and say what up. Uh, that would be uh, Chris Rayner. Uh, he, he said, he actually shouted you out too. He said, Law, what up? And then you have uh, Dwayne Brown. Uh, shouted me out, and then you know it just keeps going down the line. But yeah, Chris, uh, Raina, and Dwayne uh, Brown are the first two. All right, and I got Shout Showtime. Out to you guys. I appreciate you yeah. guys jumping on, man. Yes, indeed, man. We appreciate y'all, man. That let you that let us know as as content providers that you guys are part of the notification squad. And I always love the notification squad. And a shout out to Showtime on my side and, and my guy Oak Cliff Hanger. You know what I mean? Right out of Oak Cliff, right down the street from me. And also we got uh Bandino. I think that's how you say your name. Bandito or <laughs> however you say your name. You third place, man. You down the line. You gotta step it up next time, fam. Hey, yo, we down there. You got a game changer on here too and uh sushi eight eight seventeen. That's not, that's my guy, those two. Elfredo Bandito. And that's his name. <laughs> hey Vaj, man, tell him about the con- uh about the call that number and also shout out to your uh to your all stars too as well. If you can. Yeah, I ain't even I ain't even live streaming because I I mean I already got three three videos that I can't get y'all fuck. <laughs> right. Spoiling y'all. But uh the call in number is five one five seven three nine one two eight five. It's gonna ask you for an access code. Three oh nine one oh four. It's on the screen, it's in my voice. Should be in the description somewhere. I'll copy and paste and put in the chat box. Call in and tell us what you think about Randy Gregory. Who you think getting cut? Who should we pillow smother to make room for Randy Gregory on the team? Let us know. That Asher, I know he ain't going to make this team. Ain't no way, oh. Asher. I don't even know his first name, Asher. 
70, <laughs> number 79. I don't, I don't Richard Ash? Richard Ash. That's his name. Yeah. 76. <laughs> you know, he wore, he wore number 76. Body, man, man, right. <laughs> he's, just, he's just a body, man. Oh, no. buddy. So we got I Dave. like it. I, I like uh I like uh Jihad Ward behind Irving because they have a similar body type and explosiveness and athleticism. And then um behind that, I like Crawford behind um Collins, and that's it. Like that's your that's your rotating four D tackles. Anybody else get in there is cause they win it. That's that's what I like in the middle. And then you got a key I mean Ely that you can throw in there if you feel like it, if you want to throw them in the middle, you know, for spot work, but nothing permanent. And outside of that, you know, whoever, you know, Price, I know people are kind of high on him, but you know, I, I like those four uh, in the middle. I don't I don't like Crawford outside anymore because I think you can keep Tapper and Crawford if you move Crawford inside. Yeah, I think he has more value inside anyway. With, with I mean, Randy Gregory coming back on his team, do you just tell Crawford, hey, game me by 10 pounds and we're going to keep you inside? Yeah. He just lost 10 pounds, man. Come on, man. Put them 10 pounds back on you, man. No, I don't, I don't think it matters because you're not asking them to carry the game. You're asking them to play spot work. So if he's a rotational guy <laughs> versus being the guy, I think that's better for him anyway. So I don't think it matters that, that he's in the middle. You know what I mean? I think at his weight right now, he can be disruptive enough. You know, I, I think so. He has is, he is the strength for it and he has the explosiveness for it. So I think he can be. I don't think he has to gain anything, you know. I think uh, I think Taco may end up playing, you know, playing just a just a little bit of three tech too. I could be wrong there. He got a lot. Of, he do he have enough strength to play inside Taco? Well, that's what he. That's all he has. Really, seemed like you know strength and length, just, and, and that's what David Irving pretty pretty much kind of is long long arms and strength and big yeah. hands. So, yeah. so I mean, I mean, you know, Marinelli could do that as a hey, David, you may not be here next year playing. You know what I'm saying? So you he had to gain like a good solid 15 pounds though, because he's like 266, 270, uh, walk around and then he, his his mid season weight gets up to like 280. So yeah, he could. He got a size for it. Something I never. To- Something I never doubt again is offseason, man. I remember one day, man, Demarcus Lawrence was actually skinny. Next thing you know, he swole us all outdoors, bro. So I, 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 I'll never doubt putting on weight. We got two callers. Y'all ready to run this? Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go shoot. Let me fix my levels. Let me get my mm-hmm. theme music. Uh, two-way one, who this? Hey, what's up, man? This is Jared Bowman. Jared from Beaumont, Texas. What's cracking like, fam? What you got for the show? Yeah, man, I want to talk about a few things, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, uh, I think Charles Tapper going to be the one that's going to get cut. Damn, McCoy don't want to hear that. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Randy, 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 never married a deal, man. Never married a lot of games. True. Randy Greg and Charles Tapper played by the same amount of games. Okay, cool. Sure. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. And uh, as far as another question I want to ask, is uh who do y'all consider y'all top three cornerbacks? Cause man, I, I like Jordan Lewis, man. I just don't want him to be put to the back, you know, for Brown or anything. I like Anthony Brown, but man, I just man, Jordan know how to play some ball. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's a it's, it's a loaded question, and not intentionally though. And that's because you got to ask yourself um, who's not who's the top three, but who's the best in the slot. Now, Jordan Lewis might be better outside, but he might not win outside as the starting two corners because of Chris Richard's need for having tall corners. So I think Awuzie and Byron are kind of solidified outside. And then you ask yourself, is Jordan better in the slot than uh, Brown? And that's where Brown actually plays his best. That's where we kind of fell in love with Brown in the slot. So 
he may actually be the better nickel corner on the team, whereas Jordan is better outside, which is why they pushed him to that fourth corner position. I think that's more so why they did it rather than him actually not being in the top three. I think he's definitely talented-wise, top two, top three on his team, hands down. But size and his ability to play inside might be what's holding him back right now. I think Cheeto is the only lock at left, and I think Chris is going to allow Jordan and Byron to fight this thing out. Now, Byron probably going to get the first shake because I know, man, and I, and I don't, don't want to see I don't want to see Jordan on the bench, man. I I, I hate to see I, him. Yeah, because he's yeah, short. I don't know. He's short, but he's long, and he, and, he, and, he, and he plays big. But I do think. But he's sticky. He's sticky. 100%. He's definitely sticky. We're going we gonna to learn over the next six weeks or so. Like, Jordan can't beat this man. Like, he can't win the battle and Byron still start. That's I don't I don't think that's the case. If that's the uh, case, if, I don't think that they're they not going to put Byron down. I mean, you, you hear it out of Chris Richard's mouth, man. He's been dying to, to work with a guy like Byron. I don't think well, By, Byron is the number. Well, bad team. coaching, and they need to fire uh, Chris Richard like y'all want to fire Jason Garrett. <laughs> I mean, it's on the tape too, man. Like Byron, I mean, Jordan played ball last year, but I, I still I like Byron's tape better. What say Beaumont? I say uh, Byron. I feel like Byron gonna get his chance because he a first round pick, man. We are gonna have to find out at what position is he gonna be at if we gonna keep him or not. So it's it's a decision making year for him, and I just think that he's gonna get all all the opportunities, you know to get that, you know, to have that starting role and to keep it. At the end of the day, he can always take his punk ass back to free safety. Thanks for the call. <laughs> yes, indeed, man. Appreciate yeah, you, bro. No, good good call. call. Salute. Good call. Good call. If y'all want to call in, 515-739-1285. Access code 309-104. Talk to Vacha Koye and Law Nation. Let's see what the badge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you had somebody else so bad or that was it? Uh, we had somebody, video. but they but they kind of dropped out, so they may call back. They kind of ran call off. Back. Call, call back. back. But man, let, let me say this though: uh, Byron Jones can be aggressive, you know. I, and I right. think that uh, when I saw him like playing against uh, Jason Witten, he didn't he didn't back down because Jason Witten was the uh, the goat out there. So I'm thinking that if Byron Jones, you match him up face to face like that man type of uh, defense against a a smaller guy like a wide receiver, that guy might not get five yards off the line. Yeah, I mean, you got to think about the type of fights he's been in with mm-hmm. tight ends. Like, I don't think there's a receiver out there outside of, you know, the guys like Kenny Britt maybe and Larry Fitzgerald who have the strength to even jolt him off the line. And, and they, they can't even beat him. They just have enough to maybe deal with him. But uh, he's used to getting punched in the mouth by tight ends. So I don't think it's a receiver out there that's going to manhandle him. Man. We, we might have had the only one uh, other than maybe Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh, in mm-hmm. Dennis Bryant, you know, who, who could body him. Boy, yeah. DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins smack you in the mouth. Oh, yeah, D-Hop, D-Hop, yeah. but he's not even a big guy. He just played big, man. Yeah, yeah, D-Hop is only like 210 pounds, but he punch you right in your face. He just mad as hell. We got a call, though. Let's, uh, let's see what we got here. We oh, got yeah. 951. Who this? Yo, yo, come here. Why are you chasing that clout, bro? Wait, wait, wait. Time out. We ain't going to do this. Let him talk. Let him talk, man. Talk the phone. What, the, what happened? <laughs> well, well, he not. He 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 already left, man. We even do oh, this. Oh, okay. What's that? Nine, five. I'm going to block your ass. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. That don't bother me, man. I just Good that, day, I find sir. it funny for real. So let come him on, talk. Come on, my show with that. I mean, it's lost. Yeah. Come, come on, lost. Yeah. I, I accept all challenges, man. 
Okay, well, I'm going to let y'all fight next time. Go ahead, Law. <laughs> well, to me personally, I saw Byron Jones playing inside against Randall Cobb. I think his rookie year or something like that, I think he played inside as the uh, slot cornerback. Uh, I think that Byron Jones probably be better suited into the inside and you just keep Jordan Lewis on the outside and then you fight that battle between um, – if we get Earl Thomas, you know, but you fight that battle between uh, Xavier Woods and Jeff Heath. Now, see, I would love to have have Byron play uh, play nickel or whatever. Like as, as long as he ain't got to think much, as long as he can chase people, I like him. Yeah, you can put him anywhere, right? As long as you tell him he's playing press man. Yeah, you yeah. Know, or, or he's <laughs> Just quarters. don't put him out in space, man. No space. Yeah, <laughs> don't put him in space uh, and don't tell him to try to figure anything out. Like I think Xavier. Woods is the opposite of him. He's the guy like he's not as good a man. But if you just tell him to sit and read, he can read. So, you know, yeah. But Byron is a, you know, he's he's a seeking destroy dude. Just say, hey, this your assignment. Run with him and let him use his athleticism. We're gonna jump right back into the phones line. Blowing up, we got uh, if this thing unmute two oh seven. What's happening? Who this? Hey, how you doing tonight? What's happening? Who this? I'm Dallas Cowboys talking talk, 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 talk. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Uh, what you what you got for the show? What's your library voice? Well, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you heard, but uh, it appears that Dak and uh, a couple of the receivers went out when they were training in Orlando. Went out today to uh, visit college studios to, to get some chemistry with each other. So, okay, listen, man, I need you to get a new phone or give it a little more space. Take it out your mouth, something like that. But call me back on the new phone, okay? Pause. Good pause. day, sir. I don't. I don't pause. I'm from Mississippi. <laughs> pause. Right he had the phone all the way in his mouth. Get the phone out. Call, call back, no call, call back. We couldn't hear you. Eight oh four. Who this? Eight oh four. Turn your laptop down. Who this? Oh my man, what's up? What's up? What's up? It's your boy Rodney, straight what? out of Richmond, Virginia. How y'all doing? What up, Rod? What's hey, what up, Rod? What's going on? What you got for the show? Alright, so my thing with this with the I'm gonna go back to the secondary. So we got Byron Jones, um, and Chidobe on the outside. Now I know Chidobe only played five games last year. So it's not much in my in my opinion, I'm not a big Chidobe fan. I understand, huh? you know, what he has to bring to the table, but I feel like Lewis, I understand what y'all saying, Jordan Lewis is better in the slot. And then he can win more battles in the slot, but I don't I don't feel like we should give uh Chidobe that other, you know, that other what? starting position because it's uh, you know Honestly, man, um I think the exact you know, I, I think honestly the best guy in the slot uh, on this team, he might not be the best overall well, he is the best overall cover guy, and that's the guy you down on right now, that's Cheeto, man. Cheeto can play zone probably just as good as anybody on the team, if not better. And then he plays man good enough. And he's physical. Um, and he's instinctual like a wood. So he's a good mixture of almost everybody that we have. Um, but I do agree that I don't like him outside, though. I like him actually the best in the slot. And that's because he adds, if we're in our nickel package, you know, you know, 40% of the game, 30% of the game or more, um, he has an extra body in the box who actually can play run support too, and he can blitz very. He, he's a better blitzer out of all of them. So for for that, I think for his versatility, he should be closer to the ball. I like him there. But so I agree with you in saying that he you know he shouldn't be 
outside, but I don't agree that he's not good. I think he's actually our best overall corner. Like Byron's better at man. Jordan's pretty good at man too. And then you have Woods that's instinct instinctual and then Heath that can only play deep zone, seems like. You know, so um he's actually our more most versatile uh D B. This this is what I'm gonna say too. Uh when I looked at Jordan Lewis film, uh and I'm gonna have to pull this out. I try not to show everything, but to me, when I saw Jordan Lewis in the slot, it just it didn't look pretty. It didn't look pretty at all. I think that Jordan Lewis is more comfortable, believe it or not, even with his size, is playing the field side of the ball, is playing out there on the out in space. Uh far not far as outside, not in inside. Just to me from what right. I saw. And when you guys are gonna see that, you know, if I'm gonna pull that film out. He didn't look good inside. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that you can say, though, um, period, uh, and I know people kind of said I was beating up on the rookies for that video, that that Heath video, but um, in that video where we looked at the touchdowns given, um, you know, one of the callers, I think Rodney, if he's still on, I think he said that he, he, he played five games. He reminded us of that. But he also gave up about four or five uh, TDs in yeah. the same span of time. So his touchdown ratio is horrible right now, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't credit, I don't discredit him for it because he was a rookie. So you know you're gonna have those growing pains. But it, it, you know he for every you know everything that make you laugh, make you cry, so to speak. So every good play that he made, you know, it didn't go unpunished for sure uh, because he he definitely gave up some touchdowns too. So we got a whole gang of callers, bro. So if you got one more point, make it fast, please, please. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I just want to say I appreciate uh, Law Nation. I know the new guy from Mississippi. What's your name? I haven't heard of you before. This is my first time watching you guys. Vash Lombardi. Vash Lombardi. V O C H. Nice to meet you. Okay. And I appreciate y'all and Akuye. Akuye. Likewise. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for calling in. Likewise, man. Appreciate you, Rodney. Yes, for calling in. Yes, sir. Thanks. Thanks for calling to the nation, brother. Akuye. Good questions, man. Good questions. Great call, man. Great call. Uh, I got a platinum call on the line for whatever reason. We don't skip to him because we know platinum callers. Monroe Butler, who this? Oh, what's going on? This this Corey, man, Cowboy Corey. What's going on, man? Why the hell I got you labeled as Monroe Booker? <laughs> who is that? <laughs> that's, my, uh, that's my first name. What's up, man? Oh, okay. okay well, okay. Like it, man. What's up? What's your name? My bad. Ain't that going on, bro? I'm just enjoying y'all guys. Shooting the breeze, man. Talking about our boys, man. One hundred percent. Hey, question for you. Hey, look, what y'all think about Vanderay? That's my dog. The dog. The dog. That was right on time. Who get choked over there, man? What the hell? What? Go ahead, man. He barking at somebody moving. He barking at your ass. Go ahead. Go ahead, Monroe. Oh, you got somebody in the freezer. I heard the noise, but I, I kept going. going. He, just, he just fought through this. I was like, I don't even want to know what's going on. He said, What do you think about LVE? <laughs> okay, my oh, man. Go what? ahead. My bad, Vanderich. Okay, so, go ahead. Hey, what? Hey, what y'all, what y'all think about Leighton Vanderess? What, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Hit him again. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm excited to see what he can do, man. Uh, he has he has the best linebacker in the league when healthy playing next to him. So 
Um, we'll see. We'll see. And it seems like whenever somebody's on the field with Sean Lee, they're always two steps quicker than what they normally are. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, as long as Sean's around, you know, pointing things out, hollering out counter when it's counter, hollering screen when it's screen. Layton can fly. My only problem with him was 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 disengaging off blocks, getting his hands on people. Exactly. Right. So if Sean yeah. can keep him two steps ahead, he can run, he can cover, he can do all, he can tackle. Oh, so yeah. I'm excited he, about he's that. He's probably, arguably, he's probably the most athletic linebacker in this draft, I would say, personally. But like you said, he's, going, he's a rookie, so he's going to need help. Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. He got help though. He got help though. I mean, he, yeah. they gonna keep if, if they get one big body in the middle. I think they they already are good enough to keep bodies off of him because of our front four. So I'm not. I think he's gonna be more of an asset to Chris Richard than he is, you know, the the front front seven anyway. Like as far as run support, I don't think that's why they went and got him. They they got him because they said, okay, we can teach a guy that's six five two sixty to to use his leverage and strength to disengage. Hopefully, you know what I mean. But they, you can't teach a guy to run like he runs, though, because he played uh, eight on eight when he was coming up. So he, he's used to space and used to moving around. Because they want Jalen running downfield. Go, go ahead. What's your thoughts on that, man? I look, I look, 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 I'm just going to do this right here. On the low end, you can say Bobby Carpenter. On the high yeah. end, you can say Rolando McClain. So he's in between. You got to pick out what, which way he's going to flow. I just don't know. I he's already saying like Vaj Lombardi is saying he already saying laying down going ouch with his ankle. So I'm just waiting to see what training camp is gonna go with and stuff like that. So I got a big reservation on uh L V E. I'm just telling you uh, what I'm feeling. I mean <laughs> I, I say, on the low I say end, that was... on the low end, like I'm not, I'm not calling him a Bobby Carpenter and no <laughs> I'm not calling him a Rolando McLean. So what I'm saying is that I just have to wait and see. I mean, if LB gets put in a position that uh, Jalen was in last year where he has to be one of the main staples, that would be a good, you know, test. So hopefully he doesn't have to go through that same gauntlet. But uh, I think if he has um, Jalen and Sean Lee and then you have Joe Thomas as well who, um, who will be playing around him or with him, I think they'll kind of mask some of his deficiencies because he won't be asked to do everything when one of those guys are out there. So um, I think – it just depends on our health and how healthy we can stay. That's that's what's going to determine how well this season goes, to be honest. Exactly. Well, fellas, I appreciate y'all, man. I, I subscribe to all three of you guys' wow. uh, channel, man. Y'all provide We appreciate you, man. Good work. And um, looking forward to the season, man. Take care. Appreciate your brother, brother Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that was crazy, man. Uh, let me put my call, my uh, call glass back on. Our line blowing up. Uh, hold on, time out, time out. Yeah. As, as a disclaimer, no dogs will hurt during this uh, show. <laughs> right, Peter. No, shout out to Peter Nation. You barking at somebody's door. So, so I got a question before we before we move on to the uh, to the next call. Though, mm-hmm. say Byron does beat Jordan Lewis out for that for that right cornerback spot, and we don't see Jordan Lewis playing nickelback. I mean, do we just sit him, or do we do that rotation thing that we've been doing? Because we have been ro- we have been known to rotate defensive uh, defensive backs in the past. So. I mean, you, I mean, I, I'd argue honestly um, with the tenacity that uh, Lewis has. I think he he he's our um, and don't say I don't 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 quote me as if he's you know same player, but he's our, our Earl Thomas on this defense. You know, boisterous and nasty, right? So I think you want his energy on the field. 
And I think, honestly, them putting him in that fourth spot, I think it's more of a challenge or a call to action by uh, Chris Richard than it is a vote of confidence in Anthony Brown. I think he wants he wants to see he, – he saw something in uh, Jordan that we saw, which is that he's feisty and he's competitive. So if you make him compete rather than tell him up front, hey, you got the spot, if you make him compete uh, from the beginning of training camp on, I think you get a better product come the start of the season. So I don't even think that it's a question of who will be our starting three at some point in the season. It's definitely going to be those three guys. But I think this might be a you know sort of a mental tactic uh, on Rashard's part to try to draw the best out of him because he even called him out kind of publicly saying like, you know, there's exceptions to every rule sort of just acknowledging that, Hey, he's not the size that I like. You know what I mean? He acknowledged it instead of saying, you know, no, you know, Earl Thomas is only five ten, So that's, you know, that doesn't even make any sense. Right. He could have said that, but he didn't. He said, you know, Jordan Lewis, who's five ten, five eleven, you know, about the same size as Earl Thomas actually, um, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a couple of pounds off. But, um, oh, uh, you know, he says that he's a small guy and it's exceptions to every rule. So he kind of put that chip back on his shoulder because you can see in uh, all or nothing that he's definitely a guy that if you engage him, you bring better a better play out of him. Real fast, we're going to pause that topic. We got a very special call up here as I put my damn glass back on. Fusty King, what's crackalagging, man? What up, Brody? Hey. Oh, my goodness. Hey man, we What's we up? we uh we are doing this old round table thing, man. You know what I'm saying? The young go Randy Gregory free, nothing <laughs> but the best uh player acquisition and Vice Lombardi up in here, man. What you what you got for the show, Foots? Hey, I just wanted to call in, man. I was um I was actually working on some content right now. I see all the goats mm-hmm. been linked up on the boy. I'm like, hey, my good man. Hey man, what's up, Foot? <laughs> what's up, foot? got to do it for the culture sometime. What you think about this Randy Gregory move, bro? Um, I'm excited, man. A uh, young man get a chance to really to really get back in the swing. And I was I was in and out of your guys' uh, chat. But I think the most important thing for Gregory immediately we would probably be situational work, right? Mm. So I don't want to I don't think cuz and and when you look at Gregory, he's not really stout against the run anyway. Right. So, to me, third down work, his first steps is crazy still, Vox. Mm. The morning in Nebraska days, oh, my God. I if just, we could get that. <laughs> I just happened just to. Three, just three times a day, dog. I mean, three times just, a day. I just happened to drop a film session with a little bit of Nebraska tape and some NFL tape. So, y'all check that out. Uh, what you working on, Fuzz? What's this, uh, what's this uh, content you got? Sneak peekers real quick. And tell us where we can find it at. Um, you guys know me, man, Cowboys Nation TV. I'm actually working on uh, just some TV content. And uh, it's crazy because I was listening and I and I hear you guys talking about the DBs. And so I heard some – I heard – so, Law, you not a fan of, of, of Lewis inside? I like Lewis inside. I think he could do some things inside. Uh, go and watch the uh, Green Bay game. Uh and uh, oh, you'll see where oh. he got murked a little bit to the inside when he, they put him into the slot. And it was another game that I put a placeholder on. Oh, I can't put it. I can't, I can't recall it right now. I'm, I'm just going to have to just uh, pull out all of the clips that he played inside, and we just let the people see. You know, uh, I think that he's more of the field side corner. He plays better when he plays uptight. Uh, I think that when he plays off, off-man coverage, he does right. get uh, – uh, he he does allow the opposition to get to get to catch over him. So yeah. uh, I just don't like him in that aspect. But but far as playing up tight, up press on the line, he's everything you want. 
So to me personally, if you move Byron Jones to the inside, I think that when you look at Byron Jones' rookie year, he played a hell of a job playing against that slot. Against Gronk, he did really mm-hmm. good. See, to me, I mean, I think they're still going to do that with him. Regardless, they're going to always put him on those tight ends. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he got he his hands full because look at the NFC East. Uh, yeah, you the, got the Eagles done by the sleep Ertz. on and the Red, yeah, the Raiders. Dallas. Not the Raiders, the Redskins, and then don't sleep on uh, the new kid from the Giants. Everybody talking noise about Evan, this new kid. Evan uh, Ingram. Evan Ingram, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and you know what, <laughs> I give you that because that's good work on your point because the Green Bay game, inside, outside, Lewis, you know, Devontae Adams really had his way with Jordan Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's just me. When I watched him at Michigan, you saw mm-hmm. him do everything. Um it's just the size. Like, the size is always going to be Jordan Lewis's downfall. He just can't help that he's, you know, 5'10". Um, but I agree. I, but it's just crazy because I think he's the purest cover corner we have. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as hips, fluidity, turn, run, I think he's the purest cover corner. But mm, I, 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 I got to get with you out there. Hey, I just want to call in, man. Just, just tell y'all, boys, man, keep doing great work, man. We all in the chat. You know, um, and this is to everybody who's supporting Law, Botch, Okoye, man. Keep supporting wow. these dudes, man. We wow. need y'all. This content, I've heard Law saying a lot. But this content not easy to make. Hours, yeah. a lot of mess ups. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I'm, I'm just a fan of them. Botch did something real cool. He supported my channel. And I'm going to pour back into this, man, financially. So I just I just want to call and tell y'all boys, man, keep doing that. Okoye, you do amazing work. Video's funny as the most videos in the world, mm-hmm. and, and Voss can name you any college player from here to Timbuktu, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm off the line, man. Hey, hey, hey Foots, before you run, though, uh, we got to figure out a date that we we can get together and we can do this 53-man roster. Me and Voss took it down the other day, but we supposed to have the full troop, so we got to figure out what date we can do the whole 53-man roster and the 46-man, and maybe we can throw in the 10 uh, uh, practice squad guys. We got to figure out what time we can all get together, do a mega round table. Let me that. ask you this. Let me you ask you this. Do you want to do it before or after camp? Both. Ooh. Volume one, volume two. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, let's do that. Let's do let, – they go on the 25th. Do you want – I think that's a Wednesday – do you want to hit it early that week and let people react, and then we'll do one right before maybe the last training? I don't. I, my dates be jacked up as far as when they got to actually do when they got to turn in their fifty three. We'll figure it out. We'll so, you know do all the do all the Google yeah. and stuff. But hey, y'all follow follow Cowboy Nation TV man because he going to Oxnard and I know he's gonna have some good ass content on his channel, man. Go check sure. Foot the King out. Take it easy, bro, bro. Hey, appreciate y'all, boys, man. Yes, sir. Out, folks. That's my teammate right there, dog. Yes, we got a whole, we got a whole slew of calls, like <laughs> eight of them. Uh, so uh, if I rush y'all out the phone, like don't don't hate me, y'all. So uh, two five four quickly. Who this? for the people? Two five four. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is what's going on, y'all. This is working class cowboys, man, coming at you from the heart of Big D, man, right here in Dallas. What's up, brother? Hey, what's cracking, like? What you got for Big the show? D. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Hey. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. Look, I got some comments, and I got a quick question for y'all, all all right? Okay. First off, man, y'all do good work. You know, we'll we'll get that love fest stuff out of the way. I'm sending y'all a hug through the damn phone. 
<laughs> good job and all your work at Koye, man. I love your videos. Law, man, I watch you every day. Boss, man, you know I've been watching you for a while now, boss. Salute. Anywho, uh, back right. to my comments here, all right? First off, man, mm-hmm. that caller a few calls back, man, and was talking about Chidobe and Wizier can't play outside. That dude needs to quit drinking Robitussin. Damn. You know, like, <laughs> damn. You know Keep talking. Damn. He needs, he needs to get off the damn drugs or whatever it is he's doing, man, because he's out of his yeah. damn mind. Ooh-wee. Right, man, that's all I wanted to say about the ball. Yoga flame. Hey, somebody, I don't know why, man. Nobody's really talking about it, but in my opinion, and maybe a Koye or maybe you, boss, can chime in on this, man. But I think OBE, man, if he reaches his full potential, is going to turn into like another Brian Urlach, man. Who? I think Brian Urlach. And, and see, look, this, 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 my whole thing about it, man. These, these comparisons come from different eras because I think Vanderesh is more athletic. Than Brian Urlacher. Brian Brian yeah. had a better nose for the ball. He was a little more physical. But yeah. um, so so if he can get on that level from the shoulders up with better athleticism, his ceiling is really, you know what I'm saying? It's really high. I, I, yeah. I don't know. He it just got to work on the physical side. Yeah, it's it's a All matter right. of the, hey. the, the, the neck right. injury, man. Yeah, if if his neck injury isn't what we hope it's not, which is severe. And I don't think it is. I don't think they would have took a chance on, on such a crazy injury. So if his neck injury isn't that bad, it was like more like a stinger or just a precautionary type thing. Um, then you can, te- yeah. like I said, you can teach a guy that's 6'5", 260, how to use his body and spot work. And you're not asking him to be like the anchor of the defense. You know, you still have Sean Lee right now. And Jalen is definitely a hammer. And if he's healthy, even when he's not healthy, he's a hammer. So yeah. if he's if he feels like he's back to a hundred percent, I'm I'm excited to see what type of product he puts on the field because we forget how much he flashed and how exposed right. he was last year for the fact that he had to play a lot without Hitchens and Sean Lee. I think they don't they didn't all all three of those guys didn't get on the field until week thirteen against the Giants. I don't think. Yeah. I think and, and just by traits like alone, he's better than Hitchens. You can say that he's better oh, yeah. than the Wilson. He's better yeah, than yeah, the yeah. other guy that we got rid of. So by hey. traits alone, we can say that. You know. It just can't do what he can do, yeah. Another yeah. comment. Hey, look, I think a lot of people are sleeping, and y'all might think I'm crazy for saying this, man, but looking at the tape and watching this kid, man, I think Anthony Brown might be able to play in the slot son, man. I mean, he is good in the slot. If, we agree if, there. If he just catches damn interceptions, man, we'll be all right. <laughs> if he caught, you know, four more of the one, of the six that he touched or seven that he touched, something like that, right. yeah, he, 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 we wouldn't be talking about uh, who's the starting three corners? We would say, all right, we know Anthony Brown's definitely number one. Who's next? So, yeah, he, he definitely has potential to be the best on this team. But, you know, you, if you don't take advantage of your opportunities, you know, you, you definitely ain't lucky. So it ain't going to happen. So I don't I don't really know. If he can get out of his own way, then, you know, you might not be wrong. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make a strong argument against you, you know. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. All right, real quick question for y'all, man. I'll let y'all get to, get the next caller. Mm-hmm. Hey, what, 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 and this is more pointed towards Okoye and uh, and Botch, man. What y'all think about uh, Jihad Ward, man? You think he's going to be something? I think he already is. Go ahead, Botch. You can you can start that one off if you want, or I can. No matter. You know, Oakland had that man had that man two gap in that defensive end. That <laughs> right. Ain't, that, yeah. ain't, that ain't what he good at, man. That ain't what yeah. he good at. He's only gonna be responsible for one gap. He he, he gets to play upfield. He ain't got no extra responsibility. And I think yeah. as, as long as he can be quick and relentless, then he'll be fine. Right. Sure, yeah, they, sure. were, oh, sorry. they were trying to they were trying to turn him into a you know the guy uh to it uh from Pittsburgh or a Justin Tuck type guy. And he's not. I, I think yeah. he's like, like, like Bob said. He's a guy that just wants to 
penetrate upfield, wreak havoc, and use his length. And he, he really, honestly, um, with just his his measurables, because he hasn't put much tape on film. I mean, much uh, much play on film. I think his uh, measurables. He's he's a lot like Irvin, like a guy who we didn't really know a lot about when we first got him. Uh, he looked good. He had he had the size and the explosiveness, but we just need to see what Rob Marinelli can do with it. But um, I think I, I I have more faith in Marinelli than I do Jihad Ward. So Jihad Ward anywhere else, who knows? I would say you know he's more like a he has a sixty percent chance of playing well. But Jihad Ward under a Marinelli, whatever he can do well, we will have him doing it. So um, I'm 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 excited to see that. I don't I don't think he has a bad season at all. Crawford, remember Crawford had four or five sacks last year. I think. And Crawford, we no one screams Crawford is like one of the better, you know, pass rushers on our team. We don't think that, but we still got him five sacks. And we, we had Benson Mayo who was killing. Um, and then you had, like I said, Selby. So these guys, you know, come here and, and play under Marinelli. And I don't think they're half as talented as Ward. I don't think a Selby is as talented as Ward. So and Ward can play outside, inside, and, you know, anywhere on the line with his size. So, yeah, I don't think he's as talented. And Appreciate so it. Do more with him. All right, man. Hey, look, I appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate you having me on. Let's go, Cowboys. I think we're going to wreck this fucking league this year. All right? Let's kill it. Let's my kill it. I think we're going to shock a lot of fools, so let's go. All right, thanks, and I'm out. Yes, sir. Salute. Yes, indeed. So, all right, y'all, we got 13 people on the phone line, so we're going to have to bring them. <laughs> we're going to have to run through the 207. Who this? All right, bye. I'm playing. <laughs> what up, 207? Hey, yeah, yeah, we got you. Who this? Yeah. All right. Hey, I'm Dallas Cowboys Talk up here in New England. What's that in New England, Dallas Cowboys? What you got for the show? Well, I heard earlier today that uh, Dak and all the new wide receivers that came to Dallas this offseason went out and had fun and went to uh, Disney in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, I think it's personally, I think it's great, you know, building chemistry with the new guys. And I just want to hear you guys' thoughts on that. All right, thanks for the call. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's always dope to build, you know, to build continuity within the team, man. You know, but this this the problem though. You know, Hearns was there, Gallup was there. All right, cool, cool, cool. But Lance Lenore, he got to fight for his spot. So even though he building that continuity, <laughs> you still got to you, you still got to run and catch home, boy. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I think our. Uh, I'm just looking for preseason to see what our, uh, our wide receiver core can do. I don't really know. I, I don't know. It depends on how Dak comes back and, and then how well they all work together. And I, I think we talk about guys who, who might not even really be seeing the field as much because we, we, we don't really talk about Hearns as much as we talk about, you know, the uh, Wilsons and the Gallops and what they might be able to do. But remember, we had uh, Noah Brown and we barely, we, 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 uh, well, we still have him, but we barely used him as a rookie last year so you know it depends on how and then we had um the other kid that we just sent over to uh the raiders um Switz. i forget his name that's that yeah switzer mm -hmm. so we don't really we haven't really been showing like we had a good track record for using specific talent on our team so to say what any of those guys can do like even lance lenore i watch him uh with with um um that guy that you the the, the wide receiver guru that you put us on uh david robinson i watch him with him and um uh, He's talented, uh, Lenore is, but um, he hasn't seen the field either. So it's like, you know, we don't really take new talent and develop it here. So I think we're going to be looking at Hearns, Beasley, uh, Austin, and uh, depending on what we do with Williams, you know, and then you have De uh, Deontay Thompson. Um, those are going to be our guys, I think. 
Let's jump right back into these phones. There's plenty of them. 602, who this? It's Orlando. Orlando, How what y'all you doing today? Skandrick, what's up, babe? Doski Woski, what yeah, you got yeah, for the show? <laughs> yeah, man, so I got a quick question, man. It's a little scenario now. Let this play out. I mean, I ain't going to get too in-depth with it, but My man. I just got to yeah. say, so let's say we trade Byron Jones, which I, I'm not a big fan of. I, lo- I love Byron Jones. I'm just saying I'm not a big fan of this trade if it were to happen. Yeah. Let's say we trade him to Seattle with the conditional, you know, fifth-round pick or something, right? We get Errol Thomas. Yeah. Who's going to play the – who do you guys think will play the slot? I mean, I know – I know you, you guys are saying Anthony Brown already, but do you guys think Xavier Woods did a good uh, job last year in the slot? Man, it's yeah. not going to happen, man. But Yeah. <laughs> but uh, X did do well in the slot, though. I can answer that part. But, yeah, you're you right, Vach. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's yeah. happening. Pa- patient is yeah. the key with this because, you know, for sure, I like to say like a spider cast his web and let his prey come to him or let his food come to him. Because this is the thing, if you go out there and you make that type of rash decision to go out there and trade for Earl Thomas, who we know for sure want to play for the Cowboys next year, just sit back and wait, you know. Uh, I think that, like you said, I think if you, Vajra, was a big game, James, somebody just said, hey, damn if you do, damn if you don't. I really love the way this team is already set up already. It's just that Earl Thomas would be like a cherry on top of the ice cream. Yeah. And you gotta think. You, you gotta think about the fact that you the fact that you even asked that question. What it already is. You know what I'm saying? The fact that you even asked that question means. Thank you guys, man. You guys, you guys are great, man. I love when y'all do this, man. This is awesome for 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 everybody, the fans, everything, especially this time of year. We're telling slow. Yeah. Ain't much going on. Shout out to Derek Egerton, man. Somebody copy this to Derek Egerton, man. Yeah, yeah. Let them let them know like you ain't gotta train us once we you know what I'm saying once <laughs> once we get to work. We already know what to do. Just show yeah. me just show me how the phones work. We can kill this thing. Thanks for the call, bro. Yeah, right. Hey, you guys take it easy. I'll tap it tap in with y'all. Take uh, it easy. Hi, New England. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got, boy. Shout we out, time, man. Shout out to Jay Farm streaming Willie Beeman, and also from my Facebook page, Bobby McLean, Shabazz too as well. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Nation, Nathan Reds and Jonathan D. Will, and uh, my guy Italian Cowboys and and a hey, Jackie too. I know you was in there earlier, so shout out to you guys. I see somebody. I, I see somebody blocking their number. What you think this <laughs> is, dog? Uh, we gonna skip away from your nine five six. Who this? Yeah, man. Uh, first of all, man, I, I had a quick who this? Who, who this? Uh, this uh, this Richard uh, from uh, coming coming at you from Seattle. What's happening, Richard? <laughs> what you got for the show? <laughs> the intro is very yeah, important, fault, man. It's very very important. We yeah, you, we we good. What you got, Rich? Yeah, man. So, I mean, I hear y'all talking a lot about these corners, you know what I'm saying? Talking about Vander Esch. But I feel like y'all uh, kind of neglecting the fact that we still got probably the best player uh, on our defense this year in uh, Jalen Smith. He better than Sean Lee? Oh, I think D-Law. Any other linebacker we got on the team. He better than Marcus Lawrence? I mean, oh, I mean, you talking upside. Upside, you might be right. I'm talking about this year, though. Oh, yeah, upside, sure. I mean, in three yeah. years, yeah, but. Yeah, no, not, not this year. Look at that tape, man. He looks he look unstoppable, man. 
Yeah. And you know what? I don't even think this is going to be Jalen's best year. I think next year we're going to get the best of the best Jalen Smith. That's going to be nasty ridiculous. He's going to put us in a in a uh in a very bad spot as far as uh who we going who we going to pay and who we going to you know push off a bridge. So, uh I'm excited oh, yeah, about Jalen Smith. Part, I'm excited about him. Uh, what else you got for the show quickly cuz we got 15 people online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what y'all think about uh the fit of uh Connor Williams in the and O line. Oh, what you thought? That's a damn yeah, infinity gun, man. That's that yeah. damn. That's that. What you mean? That's. I mean, it it it, it feels <laughs> like a glove. Honestly, um, we needed we needed upgrade at left guard. We got it. You know, we uh we don't just all. I mean, we don't just have big mileys like our our lineman can move. We got five guys that can move, five guys that can push, and five guys that are pretty nasty. I I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Then and then Zeke nasty too. And look and and look, man. People talking about this whole is Saquon better than Zeke already. Let me tell you. Let me let me let me tell you what what Saquon can't do. Saquon ain't gonna pound nobody for three quarters and and impose his will in the fourth. That's what he's nah. not gonna do. So you do that plus this offensive line work. Come on. Uh, it's it's gonna be nasty for team. We the, the Cowboys definitely gonna be a much better team in the second half than the than, than, uh, than the uh, first half because people just gonna be tired of getting hit. Yes, indeed. yeah, yeah. Zeke a bullet. He fits our offense perfect. Hell yeah, yeah he's a bullet. Not saying Saquon won't play well behind this line, but Saquon be great. But it's but it's different. <laughs> His levels here. That's all yeah. you got for the show, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Man. I just wanna. Before I, you know, get off of here, I just want to say uh, thank y'all for everything y'all do, man. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Hey, man. Appreciate all that, man. Great, greatly appreciate it, man. Salute to you, man. We do this for y'all, man. We... If it was just for us, man, we'd have, we'd have, we'd have talked on the phone for three minutes and wrapped it up. <laughs> right, right. This would have got old a long time ago. Man. Right, right, right. Shout awesome. out, shout out to Marco too as well, man. That's in the uh, Facebook page, uh, Rodrigo. He says, uh, "This ain't no Cowboys talk." I think he's just trolling. And then uh, uh, XL Police, extra large, I guess, Police and J Form again, and killing them softly. And Vanilla Mamba, not Black Mamba, but the Vanilla Mamba. Shout out to you. That means he's white. I was on my live stream earlier. I, I was on my live stream earlier talking about law, and I'm gonna say it to your face. I was, uh, I was, I was uh, streaming about six o'clock, seven. I said, "All right, y'all, I'm about to wrap this up. It's about to be eight o'clock, and I got a show with law, so he gonna hold me till like eleven at night. So I need to get an hour rest in before I call this show." Right. Yes, indeed, boy. We long over here, boy. That's what we do every time. That's what we do, man. You know, and look, and and it's not by by design. Law hold me for for two hours, but we just get to rolling, and we just forget to look at the clock, man. It's ten thirty. Yeah. It, it just runs that way. I got my bow tie over here, man. Yeah, yeah, but let's get back into these calls, though. It's plenty of them. Uh, four seven. Who this? Savage time. What's good, Donovan from Orlando. Donovan from Orlando, log out uh, from all across the country. What you got for the show, brother? I got a question. I got a scenario for you guys. I want to run by you. First right. question is, do you guys feel comfortable with the new offensive line depth and mm-hmm. maybe the linebacker depth we have right now? Yep. Absolutely. Corey, go ahead. Because I- um, I'll start backwards. Uh, linebacker depth, I think uh, we, we kind of disregard uh, Joe Thomas because we hear Van Der Esch. But uh, having him on this team, I think we're like one linebacker away from me being like fully satisfied with the depth. But him as as being that swing guy behind those uh, three, um, I like him. So linebacker depth, I think we're okay. 
Jalen proved that he can play 16 games even when he wasn't 100. percent um, if, if again, it's all going to all all the linebacker depth is going to depend on you know who we have inside behind Collins. If we have somebody else who can keep bodies off of those guys and let them run free, you know that's less wear and tear on them. So and that's a Sean Lee deep into the late into the season, and that's a, uh, a Van Der Esch that has you know less to read, and a Jalen Smith who can you know roam free and, and wreak havoc the way he does. So. Um, that's really going to depend on the front four. I think it's, it's really going. That's going to determine what the linebackers do. Uh, as far as uh, offensive line, I mean, 100. percent I'm with Vach, man. Our our starting five is crazy, um, and then I love uh, uh, Cameron Fleming behind that. And I haven't really looked much at Marcus Martin, but I do know he's a mauler. So if he if he stays on the team anyway, but uh, and we have guys behind those guys now. They all can run block. Every last one of them, even even last year. Uh, you know, uh, our backups can run block. So Chaz Green can definitely run block. Um, the, the guy uh, who was back, I don't know if I forget his name actually now. Um, not Ash. He's a, Ash is on all defense. Um, Byron Bell. Bell. Byron Bell. Right. Um, yeah. And then uh, I think we got rid of Jonathan Cooper. But they all can run block. You know, they, that's one thing they can do. So I like our offensive line a lot. I think we put ourselves back in the mix with, with the Connor Williams. I, I'm not going to say we're back at number one yet because he was – are we formidable. Oh, we better. Uh, no, we we, 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 we up there. We up there. Hey, you know what? I, 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 I'm fair with it, man. I'm fair with it. I call it space, space. We top five for sure. Me and me and me and Mister uh, Mister Okoye, Big Brother Okoye. We had plenty, <laughs> plenty pre pre draft shouting matches about where the hell Leo Collins can play. He wanted uh, left yeah. guard and he wanted Cameron Fleming at right tackle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where we were like, yo, you crazy. Like you, you crazy. To be fair, that's a that's a solid offensive line to walk into week one with. But yeah. mm-hmm. we have the luxury of Cameron Fleming coming off the bench just in case something happens. So yeah. uh, so so if you if you if you consider Cameron to be a starter the fact that he is coming off the bench is even better for us, sir. So that answers your question. Yeah. Quickly, like real fast, like what's your second point? Because we got a lot of people on this phone. Scenario. Uh, fourth quarter, playoff game, one minute left. Who does Vlad Marinelli put on the defensive line? That's easy. Shoot. That's easy. Appreciate you. Uh, thanks for calling, bro. So uh, we got D-Law and Randy, clearly. <laughs> uh, right. You know what? To be fair. Hey, hey, did he give it a down and out distance? He, it, you know so what? it has to be third down, third and short, third and five, something like that. Uh, I like Rob Marinelli three two six defense when he goes right. three right. three down linemen. The, the, uh, the, the so three downs would be Irving, yeah, Irving, Irving, and Irving Law, and, and, Law. And, and Gregory, yeah, right. So that's right. your that's your best three right Shoot. there. And then you put uh, Lee, and then you put maybe Vanderesh, maybe because they even when they went to three two six, they didn't even put Jalen Smith out there. You one hundred percent put Van. I think you take Jalen out in in pass obvious passing situation. Like we're not the Panthers where we could take, you know, like Shaq Thompson or like a Jalen and put him out and, and and let him play against the seam or slot receiver. So I think you take him out and run that nickel package because it makes it stronger. If you take a uh, if you get an extra DB on the field because we're stronger at DB than we right, right. You're stronger at DB, so you play with your strength. You go with the three two yeah. six defense. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. That's why we should have drafted Miles Jack because we can cover the goddamn five wide <laughs> out of out of the damn four. Out three. of the base formation. Four three. The Panthers and the, yeah, the Panthers and the Jags are the only teams that do that in the league. Oh, in, in Minnesota. Because they'll, they'll keep their they'll keep their three linebackers on the field, and that's it. Like they'll do that the most base. of the game. 
and and that is yeah. some sexy football, man. Like yeah. like like former, like former coach brain dog. That's some sexy football. You can run your linebackers out and say, don't worry about that. Go cover them slot guys. Because yeah, you, you can dictate to what they do. Like, that's how the, the Panthers, we're going to see them, man. And uh, I know a lot of you guys saw the film that I just did on that. But uh, we're going to see that this year because uh, they, they the way they use uh, Shaq Thompson, they'll have him. You know, he was covering Aguilar most of the night against the Eagles last year, and he was doing a pretty good job, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. So, uh, I mean, I've seen corners get beat the same way by him. So, I say for him to be a linebacker and, and, and Aguilar didn't put up 300 yards, that's damn good. You know, pretty damn good. So for him to be able to do that is rare. It, and it dictates to where you're going to throw the ball because you're always going to take that mismatch when you see a linebacker out there against a corner, but you're not going to beat him consistently. So that's saying something. Go watch Miles Jack versus uh, BYU. Coach say, don't yeah. worry about it. Just go out there and cover slot. See what happens. The slot ain't yeah. nothing. Uh, yeah. Plenty more calls. <laughs> it's the funny part. Like, we'll have, like, 15 calls, and then, like, three people leave. Like, okay, cool. Then, like, five people come back. <laughs> we we live tonight. 859. Y'all ain't got work tomorrow? Who this? <laughs> this is Coach Cornette in Kentucky. Coach. Co- ah, what's up, Coach? Hey, Kentucky. Coach. What, up, what, up, what up, Coach Kentucky? What you got for the show? Well, Cowboys Nation is strong in Kentucky. I'll tell you that for a fact. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. Man, real quick, I won't take you too long. Mm. Um, I put out some stuff out on Twitter uh, yesterday regarding the the trade for Earl Thomas. I still think it's going to happen. I I think a lot of people are forgetting that the salary cap is going to go up by 10% next year. Mm. That's going to be enough to cover his salary. Mm. Um, And I still think that with this defensive secondary, as young as it is, he's going to be able to add a whole lot to the secondary. And and when I grew up in football, you had two sayings. A, a great pass rush is a young secondary's best friend, and a, and a great secondary is a young pass rush's best friend. I, I think this, both, both of those apply here because this pass rush we're going to have this year with Randy Gregory coming back, and then on the fifth game with David Irving coming back, it's just going to be monster. I mean, you think the Rams are going to have a pass rush with Aaron Donald and Nagama Kinsu? I, I think we're going to be equal to the Rams. I, I mean, yeah. With uh, with Gregory, I can't argue with you. I mean, I think the Rams have proven potential, and we have a lot of prove-it potential, but I can agree with you, though. I think Nagama Kinsu is on his on – his, on his way out, I, I've seen him. I, I've seen his lackluster play in Miami. That man is very talented. Think, but, <laughs> yeah, he's big. even on his way out. Who do we have that can match him inside right now? Like Collins is a far cry from Adama Kamsu. So we don't have. I mean, Irving. I'll take Travis Frederick on him any day of the week. This is this is where we may have some some bright side here. Is that somebody got to play out of their natural position. See, both of those guys are three techs, and Dominican can play one tech, but you can fix mm-hmm. that situation to make him three and Aaron Donald one. Like, somebody going to have to play out of the spot. But Aaron Donald good, too. Damn. Uh, I mean, they 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 got they got uh, Wade Will, Wade Phillips though. So Wade Phillips, Wade Phillips ain't no punk man. They could just run two threes, man. But <laughs> yeah, uh, so he you no know, he he takes guys and you remember when we had uh, Jay Ratliff playing the nickel. I mean the nose tackle. I'm sorry, um, and that's not you know he he was undersized and he still was playing well with Wade Phillips when we had him. So 
you know, uh, Wade Phillips is he's crap. He creative, man. Like, I, I don't I don't think it. Man, he doesn't I run a traditional. Play three rap when he played, fellas. The best part about this, though, man, is they have this this interior D line. I'll say that interior, but. I think we have the offensive line to match it. Like, like, yeah, they're tough, but you know, Cal, we we and I'm 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 part of this too. Sometimes I don't give us enough credit about our good guys. I only look at the other team's good guys and be like, man, what are we gonna do? But damn, we got we probably gonna have the most prolific, most physical run game in the league. They gotta stop us. And I think with the guys that we have, which are the best guys, I think we can move in Dominican Sue. We can block Aaron Donald. I've seen us block Aaron Donald. When we when yeah, we when, when we played Miami. We blocked the Namika Sue. We didn't do it at the same time, but that right. <laughs> but we'll but but I mean we got the Damakum Sue killer on the team right now, but he our back and he's our backup. That's Cam Fleming. He was yeah. he played for New England. He shut all of them down, man. So, all three of them, like Chris Harris, Damakum Sue, and uh and uh Cameron Week. So yeah. yeah we'll got it. I think Travis Frederick and the guys can can do the do the job on the inside. I really do. I love I Travis, mean, but he ain't Zach though. Zach 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 the one you won in that fight. Uh, yes, what else you got for yeah, the show? I think Travis. I think Travis Frederick's the most underrated all pro they have. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, Travis Frederick didn't even make the top 100 list. Uh, I mean, that's it. That's all you got for the show, though? We good? We good? That's a bullshit list, dude. Hey, guys, yeah. thanks a lot. I'll let you get somebody else to doing a good job. First time on, the, on with you, fellas. Have a good night. My man, thanks, appreciate coach. Appreciate you, coach. See, this is what we're doing right here. We're not just going to tell people all all three segments that we're taking calls. Then we get to the third segment that we don't take calls. We're trying to get to everybody out here. Right, we, right. We want to. They keep coming, though. They keep coming. I ain't taking shots at nobody. <laughs> but look, they get on that damn microphone. Like, hey, man, we want to hear y'all calls today. They give the number three times. Don't, don't, don't call. Don't answer nobody for the phone call. Right. But we, but we try to get to everybody, man. So, uh, Let's get let's get up in here. We got six more people. It'll be ten before it's over. Two one zero. Who this? Hey, what up, guys? It's Matt from San Antonio. San Antonio. San Antonio. We all around the globe. Come on. We should have kept yeah, tabs man. on. What, what you got for the show, brother? Yeah, man. I got a statement and I got a question. The statement is, I'm tired of hearing about Earl Thomas. Like, I'm a huge fan, but I, he's an outlier. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Xavier Woods, he got drafted with these guys. So let them grow together. Let Chris Richard mold them into be a nice young secondary. And my question is going to be, what's up with this log jam at defensive end? We got a lot of talent. And I know about three years ago, we didn't have no talent. Who y'all think is going to make the final roster? Mm, me and Vox did this the other day. We said we went with uh, eight. Time out, time out, time out, time out. let me ask you a question, Akoi. Who? Who would you poison to make room for Randy Gregory? We we haven't asked you this question yet. Um, I don't think it's a hard question because I I think Rob Marinelli is going to look at it from you know just a he looks at defensive lineman rather than defensive end versus defensive tackle versus you know whatever three one technique because he knows he can he can substitute guys in and out especially just no name bodies like Ash and and um De- Deontay or Deton Jones and those guys right. So I think one of those or two of those guys get out of here, and we might keep more defensive ends than you would you would think. Um, I, I think Tapper, honestly, I still think he makes the team if he's healthy. Um, Connie Ely, we didn't bring him here for no reason. Um, Jihad Wars inside, obviously, but then you have um, Greg Gregory coming back actually creates um, 
less trouble because him coming back actually makes it clear cut who we want to be the starters. You know, and everybody else can fall in line. Doran's Armstrong, man. He might have had. And I, I never even, I haven't even heard his name all night. We haven't said his name. And that's what's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's definitely going to make this yeah. team. But he, he reminds me of, of Taco. Him, him and Taco play the play similar. Like they're strong guys, and in college, their athleticism prevails. But we'll see how many moves they have and how how much technique they have now that they're in the league. You know, you're not just going to bull rush everybody. You know, and that's that's what he generally does. Bob Marinelli can, you know, work that magic and get us to the playoffs and hopefully a Super Bowl because, man, it's been a long time waiting. And, and for an example, man, look at the Eagles last year, man. Last year they had I – don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to count, but they had more defensive end talent than, than, than almost anybody in the league. So, you know, and they used them all, inside, outside, wherever. So I don't think – I think if you keep guys fresh, you know, in spot work and you, you stay in positions where you can pin your ears back, it doesn't matter how big you are. If you're playing a game where it's even and it's smash mouth all game, you might need a big body in there. But, uh, you know, when you're playing from a lead, you already know you're going to be seeing, you know, a lot more pass rushes in those games. So if we can, and we're not a team that's built to come from behind anyway, because we're not a throwing team, regardless of how you slice it. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think we're good with the defensive ends we have, and most of them will make the team depending on attrition. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for the call. Yes, sir. So before I get to this next call, Jay Farm, love calling me out. I don't know if he trolling or, 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 or he's just emotional. But the whole the whole partial reinstatement thing that comes from. OK, so Randy is able to work out and he's able to train and he's able to talk to coaches. He's able to be with the team, but it's only partial until he fulfills the full part of the agreement. So in his paperwork, for example, this ain't exactly it, but this is the example. Right. OK, y'all, I'm clean and I'm going to take these tests and I'm going uh, to uh, log into uh, Dallas uh, post drug rehab clinic. That's what I'm going to do just for the follow up research. The league is saying, OK, well, you're partially done until we see paperwork that you've logged into the Dallas post weed research. Clinic. You see what I'm saying? So once right. once he submits his paperwork and all that, then he'll be fully good to go. Right. Our parts right. out the way. He just got to get all, all the rest of his stuff done. So J Farm, take that. Uh, we got a we got a we got a phone call in particular that I want to uh, skip skip lines and take first. Is this Mrs. Castillo? This is okay. So, how can we help you tonight? Apparently, you have a you have a problem with 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 me and nobody else. What's the issues here? Well, I don't have a problem necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just have a replacement for you, so I will gladly send you a new hat. Okay, and talk, talk to me. Yeah. Whole, I'll gladly send you a new hat that you can use to replace that one that's on your head. So, um. I, this isn't the first time that I've heard this. I've had three live streams today, and you were on the first of the two. And you're an Ohio State Buckeye fan, correct? That's correct. And the thought of this Michigan hat right here that, that looks very nice on my head, it's, it's burning a hole through your eyes, right? So peep this out. Yeah. Just for you, Miss and- Miss Miss Castillo, if you see me, yeah. if you see me. An Ohio State hat, size eight. I got a big head. If you send me a size eight Ohio State hat, I will burn this hat on camera. Wow. Oh, that'll make for good content. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. So uh so I'll talk to y'all on the back end. Uh just hit me on Twitter or something and we'll PM it and all that. And I'll burn this hat on camera and I'll wear my new Ohio State uh kind of like uh kind of like uh the uh, the, uh choosing day, you know. 
No doubt, no doubt. All right, thank you so much, Miss Castillo. Yes, indeed. Hey, this this is what happened, Botch. Uh, we live on EBSN, and that uh, it's an Ohio centric. Uh, oh, that's uh, what it station. is. Yes, yeah, so she made. That was a, oh yeah, 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 that was a good call though, man. Okay, <laughs> see, calling in. See, that's Andrew's wife, and Andrew was on my live stream earlier. She saw my hat, and she was like, "You need to take that mess off, or you can't watch Vice Lombardi no more." And they had to negotiate, so they're gonna send me a new hat. <laughs> I can't wait to see that, man. Uh, yeah. Also, we got a uh, uh, my guy from Dallas Cowboy Scout and jumping in, so that's what you may see, uh, Botch. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. What up? What up, though? What up with your main? What up with your main? Holding it down for the Doski Woski, brother. We are uh, running running through these phone calls. That's cool with you. Nope. The one and only man. I'm this is what's up with you, man? It's the most traveled cowboy, man. Shoot in the building, man. Uh, it's just a pleasure to be on YouTube, man. I don't make my way to YouTube too often, but when I do, I only mess with the best, man. So. What's up with you guys, man? It's always it's a pleasure to have me on here tonight, man. What's going on? Now, now you know why I wasn't answering the phone. <laughs> I see. <laughs> He's live on the nation, but we also live on Phantom, Big Game, James Page, Silver and Blue, and uh, D Dallas Prospect, guys. Every legend was once a prospect. And also, Absolutely. we got my guy, Vaj Lombardi, holding down the ones and twos on these phones. Let's get back. Yeah, I was just out. Plenty. I was just your way a couple with last weekend, Vox. I think I was out there, and you're in Dallas, right? I'm in Houston. Oh, Houston. Okay. Well, I was right, I was down the street from you then. Okay. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Let's uh, let's hop in this real fast. We got a uh, three three six. What's cracking, lagging? Who it is? Good man. It's AD from um Greensboro, North Carolina. AD from NC. What you got for the show, man? Um. I got a couple of statements, and just but when I say couple, just two. And um, my first statement pretty much is that what bothers me, what concerns me regarding our Cowboys, man, is that the only thing that we can really count on at this point is just the offense and Zeke. That's it. Period. Everything else is if I pass a weed test, if. It's, you know that you know D Law was that a fluke last year? That secondary is trash. Huh? Y'all know. Mm. I, mean, mm, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> get your get your ass off the phone. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let him speak. Let him speak his mind. Man, go ahead. Tell us, man. Go to your point. Get to your point, man. You claim that you're a Cowboys fan, right? Boy, this is my show. Boy, this is my show. Boy, this is my show. Boy, if this was my show, I'd have hung up on you. Yeah, no, 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 let him speak, man. Man, man. You got you got 30 seconds. Speak your, speak yeah, your that, mind, that, man. That, 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 oh, time, time, time. You talking to Vash Lombardi, not a Cowboys fan? No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking – y'all talking like that secondary is really good and it's garbage. Mm. Have you watched well, film? Time out, time out. What you watching film on? I don't care. Time out, time out, man. Okay. How, how do you rank 11 what? against the – Y'all don't you watch a fan oh, on, on a damn mic. Let, let, let him say what he got to say. Hey, the, the question, the question, the real question is what is his definition of garbage? Because we may have his definition of garbage wrong. Like if his definition of garbage is, is that we don't have the second best or first best rank, you know, defense in the in the league, then yeah, then I can see that we could be garbage. But the fact is that there was only what's eight takeaway thirty-two. 
Well, there we were we were eighth ranked defense. So that means there whatever that number is, I think that's like 26 or 22, 24. That means that there was only 24 other defenses that that could even come close to us. So for you to say for you to say that our defense I mean, our defense might not have got you a whole bunch of interceptions or got you a whole bunch of stylistic points, but the the point of the matter is our defense did a very good job of controlling, getting the ball back when needed times. And most importantly, our defense did a really good job of when our offense could not score. Because you got to remember, there was a lot of times last year where our offense could not score. I, I'm thinking of three yeah. or four times where Dan Bailey himself missed field goals. And in those four times, our defense got us the ball back after Dan missed the field goal. Let me hear your point. Let me hear his point. Let, 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 me, let me give his point out. All right, go ahead. When we needed to get a stop on defense, did we get one? Does that, the damn question. It happens all the time. Answer. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah. Now, 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 one thing, now, one thing I will say. Hold on, hold on. I got hold this on. one. I got this one. Just looked us in the face. I got this one. I got this one. Just looked us in the face and said, he don't care nothing by no damn film, and he didn't smile. He didn't laugh. He, 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 he didn't say LOL. Nothing. Nothing. Listen, man, I, since you asked for one, I name you. I give you a couple right now, right? Uh, you got the the end of the game against KC. We, we uh, stopped the drive against Alex Smith. They 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 were in position to come back in that game if they would have uh, kept that drive alive. He intercepted the ball, ended the game. Yeah, hold on, that's one. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, that's one. Oh, okay. You got you got the last drive against the Raiders where he actually literally stopped the 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 defense. I mean the offense at the goal line to but win Akuye, the game. But Kuye, but remember Akuye, remember the only reason Kuye, but remember the only reason why the Raiders even got close there is because Derek Carr, because you know Dallas Cowboys scout and we was live in the building for that. Derek Carr threw up a hail mary to anybody except for God and Drew Pearson to try to catch, and the and the referee threw the flag. On a fourth and nine, y'all. On a fourth yeah. and nine, he was looking for a call. I'm not gonna put that on Jordan Lewis. You want to know why? Because Jordan Lewis is a, is a cornerback. Where was the safety at? You know, saying he kind of had no well, choice. It depends on but the I mean, call. You know, it depends on the call. You know? but, but but what I'm saying is, the only reason why we even come close in that Raider game is because of that pass interference. It was a 37 yard pass interference. Your yeah. defense did their job, man. Hold on, hold on. This is one thing I will say on his behalf. We were what 26, 27 ranked on third defense. Third down this man. That's can I, can I, I say? That's one thing we need to improve. Can I, on hey, can that. I say something real? Yeah. Hey, can I make a point real quick? Go make ahead. a point. The reason why our de- our defense was so different on third down, you want to know why? Talk to because me. the Dallas Cowboys were third least attempts in third down conversions in 2016. You want to know why? Because our first down went. First down, second down. First down, second down. Second first down, down second yep. down. First down, second so, down. Touchdown. So, so we had now a you put a defense at third down. Yeah. Thank you, bro. We we rarely we didn't even really play third down. Then you also got to think of like this: Ezekiel led it. Ezekiel Elliott led the NFL in first downs. Even with playing ten games, he had ninety six first downs. Le- Le'Veon Bell you know, was second. Like, thank you. Facts, man. Oh, yeah. Now think of this. Now think <laughs> like of this. this now like you this. take away those first downs. You take away those first downs, and you have Dan Bailey who's not making kicks. That's right. your defense. Time up. That's your defense right defending and having to get the ball back. Time up. Now there's no excuse. Time up. Let's hear him out. Oh, we can't because I hung up on his goof ass. 
Hey, Mark, you wrong, man. Yo, come up you on wrong, this. You lose. Yo, come up Good on this show talking sir. about I don't care nothing about no film. What the hell wrong with you? Hey, I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not as I'm, I can talk that cowboy talk, but y'all better at that film stuff. So that's why I don't even touch it, man. And I'm gonna be honest with you. You guys are my go-to people for film. I trust you enough to do that. So I, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. That film, that film is something else. That's that Gouda gold, and y'all, y'all three are the best at it. So I ain't even gonna lie. I refer to y'all film uh, very, very oftenly. <laughs> Let's go to the chat box, uh, Vaj, man. What, what the people saying in the chat box, man? I don't know, because I just hung up on this man, so I ain't looking at the chat box. I'm looking at my damn, my damn notepad. Let me see who next. 512, say something nice to get hung up on. <laughs> 512, yeah, what's that? Who this? This is Polo. What up? From what up, Polo? Auto, Texas. Okay. Probably like two hours away from Dallas. Okay, what and you I got, got for the show, Polo? Question. What's up? All right, so Burr. since Jez left, and I know a lot of people call double coverage on him and now would other teams mostly focus on probably stopping the run more if they think because we're run heavy offense nothing really changes but that receiver position because even when we had Dez the 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 the, the object was to stop Zeke because you can't let Zeke get off. <laughs> like, if you let Zeke get off Dez don't matter so yeah. So the problem yeah. is Dez had his one-on-one coverages now. That's going to be Hearns now. That's going to be Gallup now. So it really ain't changed that much. I mean, Zeke's still still the number one threat here. So, you know. True. I hope that wow. Yeah, so, like, I mean, he had a lot of open gaps, and that was probably from focusing on stopping the pass instead of the run. Do you think they're going to try to play the run more often now since it's only about Cole Beasley and – they already do. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. They already do. There's no more run playing you can play. <laughs> like, like, they like, already do. Like, 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 uh, people think that, uh, that last year the, the play action bootleg didn't work because it was predictable. It didn't work because nobody's afraid of Alfred Morris. You know what I mean? If you put Zeke back, them linebackers and safety, they got to respect the play action. They got to respect bootleg and RPOs and all that. So it just depends right. on who's running the football. When King right. get back into place, everything's going to fall back in line. Right. Hey, and you know, in a, in a good, uh, a good, um, I mean, a good example is that is the Denver game. And then, you know, or you were at a defense who had a very good scheme that's designed to beat it. You know what I'm saying? I think there mm-hmm. are a couple defenses that are kind of designed to kind of play with the, the Dallas Cowboys. Any any defense that has a linebacker that can get off the end pretty mm-hmm. quickly or who can get back in and adjust pretty quickly, I, I think can line – not necessarily line up with – the Dallas Cowboys, because you really can't. It's about can you be a Thanos killer for Ezekiel Elliott? Because in my opinion, you know, there's not much that can stop Ezekiel Elliott on the field. There's situations in life you know, that can stop Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> but when you get the, when you get him moving, when you get I, – I, I call him Thanos. I'm, I, I think the only Thanos killer in the NFL is on our team. I think that's Sean Lee. I think Sean Lee, uh, if you put Sean Lee on the other side, that's the only person that really gives Man. Zeke a problem. Because well, he can run side to side. Game of the season, man. Uh, his name is Luke Keekley, man. Luke, I know, I know. Got a blow. He got to stop him this year. We seeing Jack too. We seeing Jack hey. and Telvin Smith as What'd well. So we gonna see some defenses this year, man. Got a block. Z gonna say, Luke, I am Eat. your father. Gotta Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a good. You just gave me an intro now. Man. Hey, can I can I ask you guys a can I ask you guys a question though? Can I ask you guys a question? Um, this is something I posed on my on my on my on my on my, on my blog today. 
and this is this. If Randy Gregory steps out there, hypothetically, Randy Gregory steps out there, gives you nine sacks this year, no matter how many games he plays. If Randy Gregory accidentally falls into nine sacks this year, are you okay with letting um, Irving and Tank walk? Not both at the no. same time. No, 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 listen. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me see the reasoning. Let me tell you the reasoning. This is the reasoning behind it. This is the reasoning. The reasoning behind it is this. Tank is going to want 17 million regardless of what he provides. The Dallas Cowboys have already shown that they will rather take equity than production now. They took the equity with they took the equity with Dak Prescott and they let Tony Romo go. You get the low you get high end talent on a low paycheck. It's the exact same thing. The third yeah. the third highest position in the NFL is the defensive end. If we're able to get high end production from Randy Gregory, think of this. For the next 2 years, we only committed 2.2 million dollars. We we pay him 800 90,000 this year and we pay him 980,000 next year so if he gives you nine sacks this year why would you invest 17 million dollars into someone i got two reasons and then you still and then you still have coney ely you still have the guys that you drafted my thing is this if you don't give him a chance boss give me some give me some hope boss that's all i'm saying roughly a million dollars a sack man if he do it again this year you pay the man you do you do you do you do Three things. First of all, I want Coney Ely to kill John Wick's dog and take his car because I want Coney Ely completely out the picture. I don't want to talk about Coney Ely no more. I <laughs> said kill John Wick's dog. <laughs> so the way I see it, even if we are getting that type of production from Randy, we still need a certain amount of money allotted to that position. And if Randy's only making nine hundred thousand, just take that seventeen and give it to D Law. This is another point too. D Law wants 17 right now. Pay that man before Vaughn get his money. Pay him before yeah, that's true. Pay him that's before true. You, get- you want to lock him in if you're gonna keep him. Because by 2018, Khalil Mack and Von Miller are gonna be making like 22 and eight and 18 gonna look like a steal. So man, look, lock up Demarcus, man. If he can get double digit sacks again, lock him up. Then you get the nine from Randy, nine, 15, nine, 10, 11, 12, whatever. What'd you do with David, though? Go ahead and go with David Irving. What'd you do with him? And to be fair, David Irving may or may not make it. He may be our I captain. mean, he the second. There you go. That's David, good David That's Irving good is helping us. He's helping us keep him because with the off-field issues that he has, if, if he in the fact that he's suspended again, his, his production and his off-field issues are going to create a discount. So he's going to help us keep him when we when it's time for us to resign him because we're not going to have to sign him to a premium deal because he's tainted. He's tainted. Yeah, but you also got to think like this: Irving won't do another one year deal again. I mean, he, he doesn't need I mean, to. He doesn't need to. But I'm saying this year. But I'm saying the type of the type of agent that he has. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying they're going to give him a three year prove it deal like Baltimore tried to give Des. He's going to get a middle of the pack type deal where it's good money, but not top of the top of the line and then you know, he's going to have to actually put up uh crazy numbers but from for a d tackle what people don't realize like you know in half a season he put up seven sacks uh, seven or eight um in, in in only eight games so you know and, and and that saying that alone is like okay you know you know you have that's a defensive tackle not a defensive end doing that that's you can, unheard yeah. of you can pay now, think about this in three years like five like five million per year and he'll sit down and be fine i'm a big yep. fan of, i'm a so. i'm a i'm a huge fan of overkill like all three of them can be good let's keep them together though yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I don't. I don't know if I don't know if David Irving will stay because about three months ago, I tw- I um I hashed I twittered his agent and I said, hey, 2019 will David Irving be the highest paid? And I actually put D tackle, 
and, and he didn't catch it. He probably meant DN. But I actually put I the question was D tackle. Will he be one of the highest paid D tackles in the NFL? He says he says smiley face and likes it. Now, this is before the suspension. This is all on Dallas Cowboys Scouting. This is posted on my page. This is before the suspension. Now, I, I still think that David Irving is a guy who is who is really looking for that bag, man. And I do not think, regardless of him producing, regardless of what he produces next year, I think he's going to be looking for a large contract next year. Two things. I just feel thing. this, this thing. thing right what you think, love? If, yeah. if, if David think? Irving get one more suspension, he's suspended for the year. So all the favors is on us. You see what I'm saying? So uh, we gonna we gonna, trust me, Stephen Jones. He he got the knife. He got the board. He got the the, the shotgun. He's not that Jerry Man. Jones guy. Oh. He would take you out. He would exile you. Ask well, Stephen, uh, Stephen ask Jones Murray. already said that he's not. Huh. Stephen Jones already said it would be very hard for the Dallas Cowboys to give him a long term contract. There you go. I mean, Stephen Jones. But Stephen Jones said if, that if, before if, the suspension and before the baby mom with the Dallas Cowboys. Then you probably can't get signed with anybody else. It's just gonna nah. be hard. Man, y'all remember. Yeah. Man, y'all remember uh, Charlie Murphy was at uh, was at the club, and Prince and Prince walked in to say, hey, "Let's play basketball." Remember how hard Charlie Murphy was laughing? That's how la- that's how hard Stephen Jones gonna laugh when David Irving uh, uh, say, "Hey, I want to be the highest paid defensive tackle in the league." Who's gonna? He gonna say, "Hey, boss, hey, boss, what did the five fingers say to the face?" Slap! Charlie Murphy. Him, man, and look, man, he he should understand the the situation that he's in, dog. Like you, like what? What are you gonna go to the Browns and make six million? Stay with us and make yeah, five. Nah. Come yeah, on, man. Stay with us. yeah, but. Especially but my thing is David team. Irving, man. I don't think his, but you got to think with him, man. His, his, he's probably looking at himself as I got to get this back. You know, he he messed up in in college, barely got got picked up on the on um on practice squad, so he barely makes it into the NFL. Now he, you know, he go, he bounces from one practice squad from another practice squad, finds his place with the Dallas Cowboys. So theoretically, in his mind, man, he's still playing on a rookie contract. He's still playing on the money that he initially signed to come into the NFL on. So I I just don't feel I don't. I don't, I don't, I, I, you know, I understand. I don't, I don't feel that I'm worth that, but I, I just feel that these guys are going to think that they are worth more than that. I will. Nah, so I, I, just, I usually agree with you, but I, I think we're going to get him for a discount because of his off field issues. He's going to be grateful to, to sign back with us. But at the same time, man, uh, I think it's going, it's going, it's all in his court. Like, like Putin just did to Trump last night, giving the ball, balls in his court. The ball is definitely in um, in Irving's court. If he can get double digit sacks as a defensive tackle, um, you know, shut up and pay him something. You know, you might not pay him and top, then on top, top of that, of money, but if he get yeah. double digit sacks and he started, he missed four games and he still get double digits. Man, That's what I'm on. saying. He he yeah. would have did it last year. He missed another four games after suspension because of a yeah. concussion. He yeah. he was trending. He was averaging. Uh, he would he would have did 14 sacks if he would have played the whole season the way he was playing. So you it know, if you would have played four but, more games, but doesn't it, but doesn't it benefit the Cowboys more? Doesn't it benefit our Cowboys monetarily for a guy like Taco, for a guy like Randy? For a guy like who else? Anybody other than Tank and D Law to have? I mean, other anybody other than Tank and Irvin to have really good seasons next year? Because that money that we could save. My thing is this, man. Nobody projected Tank to have 14 sacks last year. We didn't project that. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm under the impression if you put Tank on the other side and he has to go against those. 10 15 million dollar tackles on the but other you, side, but you won't, but you won't, though. It ain't that but many. You won't. 
Ain't you won't have to, cause now you got Gregory over there. Why would you put him over there? And, and no and trash. Like, like, like D Law. D Law is is supposed to be the left defensive end. He's man, supposed just, to be there. Think, think about Taco this. Taco is your left defensive end, man. Taco, Taco is your three tech. Is he on that Vosh dollar? Is he going to be on that Vosh diet before we put him on that three tech? <laughs> if, if, if he is, then uh, he can play like Calais Campbell. But I like Taco's friend. He's, he is a long dude. Hey, what, what, what's, what's saved Taco is that we got five years with him. So he's he's good. One more thing, and I'm going to get back into the phones because we got all, all the way off track. If we win a Super Bowl this year, you can cut David Irvin, honestly. You you will be doing him a favor if you cut him after a Super Bowl because he can still get signed somewhere else because of the experience. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. once we once we got the bag, we can talk shit for a decade. We'll just restart after that. But let's get back to the phones, though. We we left old boy hanging. I had to hang up on him. My bad, uh, fam, whoever you were. Uh, good question, though. 202, who this? Wake up, who? Rizzo. Rizzo, what you got for the show, Rizzo? What's going on, y'all? from VA. Okay. Uh, my dad, uh, my dad's cousin is Timmy Newsom. That's why I'm a Dallas fan. Oh. I wanted to say that at first. Okay, bloodline. Uh, but I wanted to say um, I hope Lance Lenore <laughs> the roster. Um, uh, I've been watching wow. him uh, lately. Wow. I've been hearing a lot of good things about him. Yeah. I've been watching him for a so, couple of years now. Anyway, yeah. I hope he makes the slide. Wow. I think he's a good route runner. I think that's what he. That's what uh, the Dallas needs right now. You know, we got a lot of different receivers, um, but I think Lance Lenore should make the squad. Man. I hope that they cut Terrence Williams sometime. I know that his the money's tied up where they can't cut him right now. Where's Roger Goodell at when, when we should be suspending his ass for that DUI? Oh, he'll get something for it for um, sure. The uh, league ain't in, isn't in a session right now. He's back. If he stayed in him, I think that's going to be very great for us. Um, as far as the David Irvin situation, um, like you guys said, um, we're going to keep him for for another probably another year, sign him another year contract. He's getting a cheap anyway. Um, and I was going to say something else, man. Damn. Oh, Rico Gathers, man. Um, I hope he makes the roster. He probably won't. I know uh, they said that he can't block. He probably won't but make the team. Jimmy Graham can't block either. He, Let's be he, honest. He, he probably won't make the so team. So I, I hope Randy Gregory makes the squad. I mean, Rico uh, Gallagher makes the squad or whatever. Mm, and other than that, team. man, I like everything else. I, I don't think that we need Earl Thomas. It would be great to have him, but I'm, I'm really getting tired of hearing the talks, too, about Earl Thomas. If they're going to sign him, sign him. If not... It's, it's, not on, it's not on the Cowboys. It's on the Seattle Seahawks. They got to make that. Yeah, it's not on the first, Cowboys. So, yeah, they, I mean, they got to get divorced first. He and, he's currently in a marriage. I said right. on my show, currently the Dallas Cowboys, we're the side chick. <laughs> I know, but I, I mean, I honestly, you know, I, I not be sold on Jeffy. You know, there's plans where I always seem to be, but man, he's really come through Coy for yeah. the last couple of years. Coy and I think it. I think Xavier Woods is gonna um he's gonna show out this year, uh, just like I expect Jalen Smith to show out this year that he's 100 uh, percent healthy and all. So I I, yeah. I I believe in his defense as long as everybody can stay healthy, as long as Sean Lee can stay healthy, command 
get everybody in position, be on the field with uh, Jalen Smith and LVE. I think this defense will – I see you, Vach. Yeah, all right, all right, man. I feel you, man. Hey, the defense going to be good, man. Shout out, man. Shout out to you, man. Thanks for calling in, bro. I was just hung Peace. up on you, bro. I say shit. Let me hurry up and hang up on this. Hey, I, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. He, I do. I do. Uh, I got to talk to Lance Lenore at the fantasy football convention this past weekend, man. And you know, I ain't gonna lie. When you talk to players, they get you all riled up. I know you ain't supposed to get all riled up, but they get you really confident and really feeling the motion. You know what I'm saying? And just from what I've been, what he's been putting out, he's a guy that the Cowboys have invested a little bit in. I mean, if any time is a time for Lance Lenore to make a team, it's right now. Because honestly, uh, you know, with Alan Hearns making $6.5 million this year, I think is, you know, I think the Cowboys are open for anybody to beat a Miles Austin. You got to think, you know, when Tony, you know, everyone, we got rid of Tony, well, not Tony Romo, we got rid of Terrell Owens. You know, unfortunately, we had a void, the same kind of void like this. It was exactly Tony Romo's third year again, and out of nowhere, you know, Miles Austin comes coming out of winter. I'm not saying, I'm definitely not saying it, but I would definitely love to see uh, Lance Lenore, uh, you know, do something this year, man. I would definitely love to see him do something this year. The the best thing that happened, I'm going to go ahead and say it, man. The best thing that happened to Lance Lenore, and I'm not hating, man, but I'm serious. But the way we are, it's just like – Similar to the Panthers, man, you don't want to be a, a, a premier or number one receiver playing for a team that's predicated on the run because it won't be a focal point. The, the pass won't be anyway. So just like there are no premier receivers emerging out of Carolina, you're not going to see them emerge out of Dallas right now either. So the best thing that can happen to Lance Lenore, honestly, is him get waived and claimed by a team with a, with a passing uh, pass-first mentality. On this team, I like who we have uh, ahead of him, to be honest with you, because they're guys who really are possession-type guys. So, you know, with, with a guy like Hearns out there and Beasley, I like that. I like that more so than than trying to figure out how to throw Lance Lenore in the mix. Uh, you know you know Austin's going to play because he's our Swiss Army knife-type guy, and he opens up lanes for Zeke when we're looking at nine- to ten-man front sometimes. You know, you, that, that, that uh, jet motion throws people off. So I don't think Lance Lenore – I mean, I like him. But I don't think it matters if he, you know, emerges into our starting lineup or not, because he won't be utilized properly. I don't think in his team. So I mean, I mean, that's any receiver. That's not just him. I don't think, and I just don't think we're going to be an elite passing attack. You know, we're going to be a mix, a mixed bunch. Like when we're up against obvious uh, secondaries that that are susceptible to our play action and that that can't stop Zeke up front, uh, and we're playing with, you know. Some urgency. I think we're gonna we're gonna get 250 yard games and here and there. But I think Dak is gonna average, you know, 180 once again, 190, and then also, uh, well, he averaged 223 total. But uh, in the last eight games, he averaged like 166. So you know, I think Dak's gonna do that again, and then he's gonna add, you know, his, his rushing yards to that equation, just like a Cam Newton. So I don't really care who we have at receiver right now. That's why. The Des conversation kind of ended with me, not because I thought it was old. It's just because, you know, if I if you really do like Des, you don't really want him playing with Dak right now. Dak is mature, yeah. I mean, I mean, I I like the. I mean, that was a phenomenal point that you made. I just think that right now, even the, the Dak Prescott's only going to be required to throw the ball fifteen yards. So I mean, at the longest, 20, 25 yards. So, I mean, with that, you're looking for guys who are yak yard, yak yard kings. Lance Lenore, where he's been, and if you look at his tape and, and everywhere he's played from college all the way up to now, 
He's a yak yard guy. He's been able to beat you over the top. Even with the Dallas Cowboys, even when he scored with the Dallas Cowboys, he was always a guy beat the cover two, split the safeties, and get that. That was probably about as good as he can get. And remember, when he when he did catch that that bomb with the Dallas Cowboys, it wasn't Dak Prescott that threw the ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know, you know, I think that anybody who can win in space and anybody who can show our offensive coordinators when I get the ball, I can win in space and I can win and do my job. I think they got action on the team. I think you can't, I think other than um, Tavon Austin being a running back, I think you can't out, you can't, you can put, you can put Lance Lauren in that same token because they built the exact same way. I mean, they built the same, they're, they're primarily built the same way. Now, obviously Tavon has an, an elusiveness that I just think that hasn't been expounded yet. He I, and I'm I, he has high in elusiveness, but does, I just think that our go. offense and our pass our passing game is just going to be predicated on getting them the ball as quickly as possible and then let them do their thing. But you know what we do with talent, man. We don't we don't really we have offensively. You know when's the last guy you've seen other than I think you you named it uh, Miles Austin. We had Miles Austin. We had Sam Hurd. When's the last time though offensively we seen a receiver? Kevin um, Tree. I mean, those are but but look who, look who was throwing the ball during that time, and that's not Lamar Robinson. <laughs> yeah, that's not shade on Dak. That's just straight up like Dak is not a uh, a pass offense type of quarterback. He is a smash mouth, uh, field general type guy, and he's great between the twenties. And if we have a red zone threat outside of the run, uh, I think that's all we'll be missing. And if Rico gathers plays, that's it. You know, I can't just like Cam Newton has Olson. We need one guy. It has a big body who can get physical in the red zone and will have a red zone threat pat in the air. But right now, we don't. Um, we really don't. And uh, so we'll be trying to smash it in there when we get in, in the red zone. So but we'll that, see what they work with. Mm-hmm. And then also, yeah, we'll and see. also, Kouye also think it is. I also think like this, you know, Dak Prescott showed that he can be very effective with the RPO. So it's like, you know, a lot of those touchdowns and a lot of those third downs com- conversions that we did, I think Dak's foot feet, his actual feet will be the Jason Witten. You know what I'm saying? The utilization of Dak Prescott inside, you know, because – I think pretty much every time that he's done an RPO inside the end zone, the boy scored. I remember one time where he got stopped at the front at the goal line and he went flying like a helicopter. Don't want him to do that again. But I mean, for the most part, with that fat body of Dak, and he a pretty big boy, he gets in the end zone. You know what I'm saying? So maybe, you know, you know, maybe, you know, we gotta think about that also. You know, even though we are losing that that big body around there, we also got a quarterback who can legitimately run. When Tony Romo ran and scrambled, it's because that middle got killed. It was because it was never because we it was designed. I don't I don't think we ever did a design yeah. run for Tony Romo. No. But I just think that the RPO can be our tight end for Dak Prescott. It's, it's, oh, diff- oh, it's different oh. between running for your life and then running for a design run. Romo absolutely, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> matters. The only thing that matters is twenty one. We talking about the aura. Oh, that's the aura. Uh, damn it. The rest of it, we, we going to be good. Zeke back will be fine. Zeke seems to be getting out of trouble. He ain't punching nobody in the face. He ain't lifting no shirts. He's solid. Let's get back to these calls, though. There's plenty of them. They're looking at me. 571, who this? 571, wake up. Going twice. Am I on? Yeah, you, you 571. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I've, been, uh, yeah, I've been listening to it the whole time. But, yes, sir. Yeah, as a rich. Hey, I'm not calling to disrespect you guys. I'm a, I'm a Redskins fan. Who this? But who, who this? I'm a Tobias Reed. Okay, cool. Go ahead. 
I'm a fan. I like the I like the uh the moves you guys made. You guys got the best offensive line in the NFL. All right. and you're all- Respect. Respect. Reminds me of the old era, Redskins era. You got uh when Doug Williams was quarterback mm-hmm. and Redskins had that good running game. Dak Prescott, he's gonna be okay this year, man. Be nice. You guys don't really need top notch receivers in that offense you guys about to run. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott, he's gonna carry the rock. Oh, my only thing that you guys got to worry about is Tyron Smith staying healthy because when he goes down, that whole offense seems like it, it goes down because his blind side is not protected you know, uh, really well. You know, Tyron normally has back issues, but he plays through those. You know, he gets shots and all that. What what dropped him last year was the knee. Uh, yeah. So so yeah. so as far and, as uh, – And, Vosh, you got to think about this. The guy that played beside him changed three times a game sometimes. Yeah. Like nobody ever thinks about that. Like there were times where you mean Tyron Smith, he, he can he can win his one on one, and he's good enough where he can probably even help you. But if he if he can't focus on what you're, if he has to fo- somewhat focus on what you're doing, that is that is one hundred percent going to impede on what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we talked about he played bad. He played great last year. I tell you what. Hold on, time out. Time out. This is my show. Time out. I tell you what. Law told me to do a, a film session on uh, on uh, Chandler Jones. And mm. man, Tyron was healthy as hell. And, Tyron, uh, and, and Chandler shook his ass up, boy. Yeah. I, don't know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if y'all remember that Cardinals film. No, I remember that game. That, he got him one play. Chandler did my boy filthy, man, but that that's all I got to say. Uh, Carla, we got like 10 more another people. Quickly. Thing, another thing. Quickly. Can I say something? Quickly. Something? Quickly. Oh, yeah, another thing. You guys don't have Jason Witten anymore, so I think you guys want to have a lot of six-down linemen running sets. Like, maybe Tyron Smith, he's going to be – he's not going to run a route, of course, but he's going to play the extra tight end. He's going to have Williams come in, maybe play tackle. And uh, and have uh, the guy you guys, the tackle you guys got from the Patriots to play right tackle. You guys gonna have a lot of six down linemen set. How about Dalton Schultz? Him. How about Dalton Schultz be our be our uh, be our six down lineman to let him run block? Yeah, he, 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 he might be talking about doing sure. more of a, uh, twenty-two. What you talking about? Stop, like stop our five linemen first. Then we'll talk about six man blocking. Yeah, <laughs> stop yeah. our five man blocking first. I then we'll talk about getting the six man. I told y'all. What I mean. I like but, overkill. Let, let's 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 <laughs> let's put six gangsters out there and see what happens. But the only game you think of last year that we needed six was Atlanta. Other than that, we're, we had it under control. We don't even Atlanta's. We don't even need six. I just want to pick on people and look them in the face and see what they're gonna do. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that Atlanta game people don't give enough credit to the fact that Atlanta plays a Dak clone and and uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton's like that, except for he, mm. he has a little bit better. Twice a year. Yeah, so they see that all the time. Like They know we're going to hold the box and force this guy to beat us with his arms. So it wasn't a fluke that they just shut Dak down. Look at what they did to Cam Newton the last game of the season. It's not a fluke. That's how they play running running quarterbacks. They know how to beat those guys. So I never Dak looked at it that way. I never yeah, looked that, at it that way. It that wasn't just Chaz way. Green. It was, it was just the game plan in general. They're and used to Honestly, though, like, I'm not even, you know, I'm not a big fan of being nice this year. You know what I mean? Like, like whenever the Cowboys lose, we always got to hear from it. So if we can run the ball with five, damn it, let's run with six anyway. 
just to see what's going to happen. And, and yeah, punch him in the mouth. Let's impose our will on people. So by the fourth quarter, it just looks disgusting. Let's yeah. let, we're in the final stretch of these calls, y'all. Let's 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 sure run. What I mean, we got we they got they we got four of them. Seven or four. Who this? This is Rachel Satan. This who? Who that is? Who that be? What's going on? What's up? How you doing? I finally decided I make a phone call since I'm making all these donations and so y'all can hear my voice. It's so amazing since you said Doski Woski first out of all of this, so it's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I shut up. I just sit down like 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 let let botch happen. So we really do appreciate you calling, but how can we help you? What what we need? We ain't even got to talk about football. What you want to talk about? No, actually, I'm I'm calling about football, but y'all uh-huh. actually uh, answered some of the questions that I that I was um wanting um, to know about. Y'all talked about uh, the run pass, you know, option. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, uh, what I want to know is what type of schemes do you think Scott Linehan is going to have that we don't have that and we don't have that and with how he. How is he going to spice it up, and what kind of plays he's going to have to really utilize the things that we do have? Yeah, this, this is what's what going to happen brother. right here. Go ahead, go ahead, Koye, because I'm going to tell him. No, you go, you go yeah. first. I'll follow you up. This is what's going to happen. This right now I forces, want pieces too. Yeah, this forces Scott Lanahan to make a different type of play calling because now you don't have the Jason Wittens of the world. You don't have the Dez Brown, and I'm going to say this, Koye, the three routes that he run. You don't have that anymore. <laughs> so now that you have all of the new wrinkles now, really good, it's going to throw in a different type of flow. And I can't wait to see how they're going to utilize uh, Tavon Austin. Think about this. In 2016, it forces them to also play the hand of what Dak Prescott was doing good at within college. So now we're going to have that type of temperament. We're going to have that type of flow out there with his offense. Man. Man, I, I, I agree, but I, I mean, I obviously disagree with that part of it. But uh, I definitely agree with uh, the fact that uh, the offense will look better. But it's an optical illusion, man. Um, it's going to look like they're geniuses when really they're just getting a, a missing piece back this year. Because you guys, you know, we forget that we lost Lucky Whitehead and we weren't running any jet sweeps last year. We were literally lining up just trying to beat teams head up last year because Ryan Switzer wasn't who we thought he was in that, you know, running back wide receiver tweener guy. That's what we were asking him to be, and he wasn't that. So we had to play a really manila offense, which frustrated Dez off this team. But if you go back to 2016 and the way we used Lucky Whitehead and Lance Dunbar, we'll use Tavon Austin that same way. And our offense, our passing lanes will open back up. Zeke's running lanes will automatically be uninhibited uh, uh, on those types of looks anyway. So with that said, uh, we'll get more, and it, and we'll have Zeke for a full season. So yeah. we'll get more of the same. So I think we'll be back to the way we looked in 2016. But the question is not how good our offense is going to look, to be honest, because I think we will be back to form. The problem here is this is a real prove it year because of the the defenses that we're going to see this year. They're real. So yes, we 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 we're going to be able to do what we normally do, but we're going to be playing teams that are accustomed to stopping all sorts of offenses. So that's what you're really up against this year. I don't think it's really a matter of what Linehan is going to be able to put on the field. So we can just watch 2016 to see that. Hey, man, it's West Coast. I'm going to be at training camp three days a week starting July 26th. But I'm going to tell you like this, man. I think what we need to see is more motion. First off, the Dallas Cowboys for a team 
What is, this, what is he doing? <laughs> Twenty-one for I heard that. Hey, for a team, for a team. Y'all see this? <laughs> yes. Y'all see? So this 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 was gonna happen. Now this is really what I want to see, right? I want to see us in this damn twins look, okay? And, and we're gonna be against somebody base formation. Strong side gonna be over here because this receiver gonna dictate strong side. And I want, pardon me, I'm gonna put Tavon over here. I want Tavon's as one on one with somebody's linebacker and motioning yeah. around, hey, moving watch, around, watch. raise it up, and just moving around. Just, just raise it up, just back a up bit so people just raise it up. Hey, but that's that's basically what I was saying, right? You want? I want to see our team went looking for the the mismatches, looking for the mismatches. We last year we were the we were like top least as far as motioning. As far as motioning, we rarely motion. We do, we rarely do any post snap, like before snap movements, anything. That's a great thing what you said about the jet sweep. Because the thing about the jet sweep that people don't understand is it's not necessarily about can you run the jet sweep. The jet sweep reveals where the Mike linebacker is. It also shows where that sneaky blitz is coming from. If you don't do any type of movement, then guess what? You have to believe what the defense is showing you. You know what I'm saying? We have to. You're absolutely right. You're at both. You guys are absolutely right. We got to get to a point where we are able to move. Where Dak Prescott can say, "Tavon, move. Get out on this side." Because guess what? If that if that linebacker follows him, then he knows he's in man. If he doesn't follow him, then he knows he's in he's in some type of zone. But right now, they're just shooting in the wind. Yeah, that's who. They were just shooting in the wind last year. So we have to motion more. Like we have to motion more. Yes, indeed. Y'all listening to nothing but the best. <laughs> What's wrong yeah, with y'all? Right. Hey, what you think about that, Vox? What you think about that? About the the Cowboys motioning more? Just you know, what I'm saying they're getting guys in motion more, getting guys going back and forth. You know, what I'm saying exposing that defense and things like that. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's something we don't do. You know, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of techniques that we can use to uh, differentiate man, man from zone, and this one of them. You know, whenever you get guys yeah. on the move, you're you kind of forced to to readjust, or you're gonna get get guys out of, you know, position or whatever. Dak, Dak being a young guy. Uh, I mean, we can motion guys into route combinations. We can motion them and bring them back. They call it yo-yo motion. Bring, you know, yep. put them in motion, bring them back just to kind of see what the looks are, see what the safety right. is doing. So, I mean, that's important. That's that's pretty standard, but I think the the big difference is is that with it being Tavon and being as fast and, and explosive as as he is, you're right. going to have to respect it and, and you're yep. going to count more. But the jet sweep, I think the way we run it, though, it's, it's less about um, the pass than it is about the run anyway. Um, right. We use it in a creative way. So we'll we'll come out in a uh, ace formation and, and run Lucky Whitehead um, in motion. And what it does is it makes that even though when you're in the ace formation, you, you literally can come down eight in the box and not have to worry about it. Right. But when you have that jet sweep, even if you have eight, nine in the box, it keeps the somebody has to move. That, the, no, to move. I'm talking about post snap. The backside okay. of that defense has to pause because they have to wait and see what if Tavon's actually getting the ball. So they can't crash down the line on Zeke. So that opens up an automatic hole or at least enough timing for the line to get in their positions and block. So it doesn't matter how many people you bring out there to 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 uh, to get into those gaps. It doesn't matter because that jet sweep pauses the, that the four or the three on the back end. 
And so think about and think about this it's too like as well. Far, far as the inline route, the uh, what's open up vertically now. Now that you take eighty two off the field, you can do more of your ten personnel and also the ace, like you said. Uh, you can put in that extra guy, uh, far as like a Tavon Austin and Ezekiel Elliott at the same time, and on on that backfield, and and you can sprinkle in a, a, a Cole Beasley. So. It's going to be yeah. nasty. It's really going to be and, nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Open up so much. And then all these people who keep on bringing up the fact that Zeke's going to be running around, a, he's going to be running against a nine-man front. Zeke's been running against a nine-man front since Pee Wee football. And that's like, what you want. Real. You, you really want him Go to do some film on Zeke. Yeah. I guarantee you he's been running against a nine-man front since Pee Wee football. The kid's that good. You know what I'm saying? Mean, so this is not that's nothing about new. how good he is. It's about how long you want him doing that. So you do want to give – like, just think about this, though, and I'm, I'm serious. Like, when, when Dak matures, if he matures, imagine Zeke on a team like, you know, like Pittsburgh, and that's not trying to big up anybody else's team, but imagine Zeke on a team where the, the, the quarterback actually takes heat off of the running back as opposed to relying on him. So mm-hmm. once once Dak's able to take that heat off of Zeke, Somebody you totally have different to game. put – and you're running out there in like uh, pa- obvious passing formations, like like the three two, uh, three two six or whatever. Uh, it's over. There's nothing you can do yep. with Zeke if you don't have big bodies out there, and he gets a jump on you. So if, if we're running that style offense, where it's n- maybe not pass first, but at least a balanced offense, it's over. So right now you're looking at nine in the box. Like think of Larry Johnson. We don't want Zeke to be a Priest Holmes or a Larry Johnson type guy who plays great, lights out, but flashes, and then he disappears. Or even a DeMarco Murray for us. Uh, he flashed, he played great. He could he could have been, like, the the one. And then, you know, we kind of saw the writing on the wall with his knee, and uh, he kind of, you know, hampered his way through the end of his career uh, through the Eagles in Tennessee. So, you know, if we're not beating our guys up and we keep them fresh, I like that scenario a lot better. I, I like a guy that gives us his best – on 20 plays rather than gives us an average uh, 40 plays. No doubt. Yeah, that's why we'll carry – exactly. That's why we'll carry three running backs this year. So let's get back into yeah, this uh, so we uh, so we won't get too, too far off track because we just leave <laughs> people hanging on the ball. Hey, we're approaching two hours strong, man. But keep going, man. Let me know when y'all get tired, you know. I'm calling you to fall asleep over there. I'm calling you to fall asleep over there. Hey, I'm in Cali, so it's only nine over here, man. <laughs> it's, midnight, it's, it's midnight up here, man. Nine over there. Bur- burning the midnight over It's 9.23 out here, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, so, so listen – Thank you so, so much for calling, ma'am. I hope we answered your question. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate everybody. And, Akoya, you might be my kid. So, she said, yeah, people from Rocky Mountain. Yep, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. My whole family from there. Oh, wow. Okay, then. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep, my whole I family. Called Pine Top. You probably about maybe 18 miles from there. Okay. Okay, yeah. My, my family lived all through there. Greensboro. Winston, my dad lives in Winston Salem right now, and then a lot of my family. We actually having a family reunion Friday uh, in North Carolina, so a lot of them still live down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who so you gonna have to definitely give me an invite then? Well, yeah, just just uh, just shoot me a, shoot me a comment. We might be Ken for real. You never cousin, know. The cousin connection. Yes, ma'am. Go to work. Till next time. Have a nice one. I appreciate you calling. Appreciate you. I'm about to pull this clock out because I swear I saw Corey fall asleep. And it is. No, no, I'm Gucci, man. I'm Gucci. (laughs) I'm still going to pull this clock out because I do this on my show, too. I'm going to give y'all a smooth 90 seconds to get y'all a call out. And when y'all hear that beat, it's over. So, da da da, boom, boom. All right. 
So we're gonna jump into this next one. Bam, four four. What's cracking like? Are you on the clock? Hey, what's up, man? It's black from ATL. What's that in the black from ATL? Uh, I want y'all to ask these once I jump off, but I really want to talk. I if we're talking ten personnel, uh, I think that eliminates a lot of the eight man, nine man box stuff. <clears throat> if you're looking at somebody like Cole Beasley in the slot or Tavon in the slot, uh, I think that allows us to play against simple zones, and I don't think people can choose the man up against that. Uh, my question for you, Vox, is do we have the five-man line that can still produce in the run game? You can answer that once my 90 seconds are up. The, five, uh, the, the five-man offensive line? Hell yeah. We're going to play. Hell yeah. We're yeah. not going to have a tight end on the field. Okay. Yeah. Does that allow us does that allow us the opportunity? Do we have that line with Connor Williams that we can get through? Uh, Heck yeah. Be able yeah. To Man, Black always got these good questions. Uh, hey, a lot of people forget uh, Connor Williams was the second best tackle in the, in the draft last year, even though he's going to play guard for us. He was the second best tackle. So that's a kid that can play all over a place, man. So don't hate on him. I'm, I'm gonna put it to you this way. Go ahead. first off. This is Vach's questions. So yeah, go, ahead, go, Vach. go ahead, Vach. Go ahead, Vach. We trying to eat your food, man. Go ahead, and eat, man. Yeah, go ahead, first, Vach. first best, actually, first best. Um, so um, my next, my go, next go ahead, one go ahead. Is, go ahead. Is, is looking at. I, I think what 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 we're forgetting is Tyrone Crawford is playing his last season in Dallas. So uh, depending on how David Irvin plays, David Irvin could see a contract from the Cowboys, probably not more than five million. But I think that that's just an even swap on the money once you get rid of Tyler Crawford. Uh, I think the surprise – makes more than that. Uh, the surprise release would probably be Sean Lee if LVE can play. If he mm-hmm. can't play, then we have to just do, we'd have to look at it another way. But uh, the surprise release next year in terms of money saving or, or being cost-effective would probably be Sean Lee. I doubt that one. He can play. He's he 32 yeah. years old. Sean Lee is 32, right? Yeah, he's 30, 31. He, he, he made 10 million next year. <laughs> he's one of those guys that you let, you let uh, retire. I, I think a surprise. Hey, man. Dez wasn't that guy. I, I, I watch uh, all you guys. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a, a pleasure to get on the, on, the, on the show with you guys. But, but that's it, man. Y'all have a good night. All right, you cool. Too, as far, far as the offensive line question goes, we definitely have the five. This is – in my opinion, I think it's the best offensive line that we've had, man, because I do consider Connor Williams to be a better player than what uh than what Ronald Leary was. You know, Connor will will definitely grow into being a better guy. But uh Lael's better than free. And, you know, everybody else just kind of falls into that, uh, you know, falling into where they are or whatnot. But I fully expect – like, we can line up empty if we want to. We don't have to have a tight end out there. We can line up five against whatever and just run it. Um, but I do think uh, Dal- Dalton Schultz in the run game, you know, he he adds a little more to that as well. So, he'll be fine. Whatever we need. Hey, Vodge. Hey, Vodge. And then real quick, also remember this. Dalton Schultz running back last year, the boy Bryce Love ran for over 2,000 yards. So, he knows what he's doing as far as blocking for a running back. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not about yeah, so, Bryce so Dalton- Oh, yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he he knows Bryce is a dog. <laughs> he's a dog. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he he definitely he definitely knows what he's doing on that uh on that uh, on that offensive line. So I don't I don't think we'll have any problem. So I definitely agree. And then think about this: even the swing tackle, even our swing ta- our swing tackle is probably better than most swing tackles because I mean, Fleming. Guess what? The Patriots, yeah. Yeah, Fleming. Hey, Fleming is a is a is a guy that could be starting on someone else's offensive line. He would be starting on someone else's offensive line. The only reason why he's not starting is because he plays for Dallas. 
That is the Man, only if, reason why he's not if, starting. If we didn't sign Connor Williams, I would have been fine with having Leo Collins move to the guard position and, and starting Fleming. So, that's, I mean, the only reason I'm not upset with the fact that Fleming is benched is because we got a guy that when, when I watch his workouts, he's, he's 300 pounds and he's uh, he's vertical jumping 37, 40 inches off the ground on the on the crate. So, you know, when I looked at Connor Williams workout, I said, OK, well, if we're going to put a guy on, the, we're going to put a guy like Cam on the bench. If it's for a guy like Connor Williams and his upside and I'll take it, that's how much I, faith I have in him. Maybe even more so than Will Hernandez because of his versatility. I got a great and then think about this. film session too. So yeah, yeah, check that out on my channel. I got a great Connor Williams film session. Go ahead. And then think about this, Vaj. Worst case scenario. What's the worst case scenario that could happen to the offensive line? Well, what happened last year? You had Tyron Smith go down and you had a you had bad play at the guard. You had a whole left side of your the whole one side of your offensive line just not playing well. Now think of that. If the worst case scenario happened this year, we would still be in a better position this year with the additions that we made this year. With Clamming and Family because he's able to play the guard or the tackle position. Man. So, I mean, even if the just, worst just, just, case just, scenario happened, we're in a better position. Just do me some favor. Let's knock on some wood, though. Because I don't. I know. <laughs> You're absolutely right. We're going to move on to the next caller. Let me get my 90 seconds ready. I ain't playing with y'all. Four, four. Thanks for calling, bro. We got, um, we platinum. Let's see what we got. John the Cowboys fan. What's cracking lacking? Hey, um, I I just wanted I, I um, wanted to call in and say that I don't think David Irvin is going to be on the team next year. Um, he just, you know, he he just seems like way too much trouble, and he's talented when he plays, but it's just like what what's going on with this guy? Like it's just this, it's like another thing, and I I think that we you know like I think we're going to get away from the gambling of Jerry and we're going to be more like, get the hell out of here with Steven. Uh, you know? I mean, if, if it was any other team, yeah. I would agree with you, but we like the, we, we like damaged goods and he's not as damaged as the goods that we used to like. So yeah. I, I think he stays around. Yeah. He, I, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it's not like he's Hollywood Henderson or anything talking about. Hey, he won the lottery twice though. A lucky man though. Can, can't knock a man who wins the lottery twice, bro. You're right. <laughs> You know, like I mean, but you know, it's just, it's just, and 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 I just like, what the hell with the uh, T wheel, man? How you gonna ride oh. a bike drunk and then it's like make a break here for you and, and do the DUI thing and all that craziness? Like, and and is he what's going? Is are we gonna get rid of him or like what? Like, like, cause just this guy is ruining himself, you know. Man, I, I, I want to uh, say two. Two things, man. I know I, 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 I know. I kind of jumped in on two different answers, but when it comes to T-Will, uh, I'll bring up two guys, man. You got one, uh, Irving Fry, who played for the Eagles back in the day, and then uh, your Chris Carter. You know, these guys were guys who had uh, problems early on in their careers, especially Chris Carter uh, with alcoholism. So at the end of the day, um, you know, we, we might not live in a, in a time where you can recover from public – embarrassments the way you could back in their era. But um I think T Will still has a lot of football left. Um, you know, if he it just depends on how his character absorbs the impact of the embarrassment that he brung on himself. But um I don't I don't want to say hey he's not uh worthy of playing for any team now that he's done that because if you judge any of us by how we 
acted when we were inebriated in college or in our early 20s, it would have been like, hey, I mean, I, I could easily be that guy, you know? So, um, you know, I just want to say, like, at the end of the day, it was a bonehead move. It was dumb. But, you know, if he can come and, and show that he is remorseful, he, he, he was dumb on many levels. Um, maybe he plays for another team and, and gets another shot, you know, and doesn't blow it. If he's full-blown Alden Smith, then this might be the end of his career. Yeah, but you you know the worst thing you want to see, and I don't I know people hate hearing this, is but and you got to think about it. But let's just be real. Let's put our pride aside because I'm gonna tell you as much as much as we may not disagree with T. Will, if he's cut at 12:01, he will be on a team at 12:02. I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't even say that because Dez ain't got a team. So I mean, yeah, yeah but Dez, the thing about it, but see, this is the thing. Dez is in a different. Dez, hold on, hold on, can I speak on Dez? Dez is in a different criteria though. Because Dez is looking for number one-ish. T. Will, there's a gang of people in the NFL who will take a solid number two. Who, I mean, to be honest with you, we would be okay with T. Will if T. Will wasn't, wasn't an alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and think about this. T. Will has never had any off-the-field issues. Like, this is the only thing that he's ever had. Now, if, we're, if we've drank an alcohol before, we all know that this wasn't the first rodeo. This was just the first time he actually hit something. You know what I'm saying? But this is the – go ahead, Vosh. This ain't got nothing to do with with his off the field issue. I just don't think he fits what we're trying to do on offense. That's a, that's a, that mean that could be a good point. Uh, too. That is the perfect point. That, right that's there. more of a point. He's a, guy, he's a he's a he's a guy that needs a uh, precision type passer. Yeah, same same and same argument as Lance. <laughs> hey, and, he, but, and hey, he's but, a down hey, the field. He's hey, a down vanilla, the field. He's a downfield runner. Hey, Vanilla Mamba said he got on the field issues. <laughs> 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 shout out well, to Vanilla I mean, Mamba, man, and KD Dollars and Will, Savage Time, man. Shout out to y'all, man. <laughs> yeah, T Will did it. T Will gave us a little, you know what I mean? I don't want to, I, I mean, I was a big proponent. I, I think I'm more mad at the fact that he threw his boy under the bus than anything. I mean, yeah. people people get drunk and drive all the time. I'm going to be yeah, honest bro. with you. I, people do that, but just throwing your, butt, your boy under the bus, that was more detrimental than anything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't I, I don't mind certain off the field issues, man. Alcoholics, uh uh gun under the seat guy. Um, you know <laughs> gun under the seat guy. <laughs> stealing stealing from, from uh from the mall and stuff. Those kind of off the field issues don't bother me. Even baby mama drama don't bother me. As their kids still. Yeah. Because they can play if if if, if you can play. Let's run it, man. Long, long, you and I hear kid. Let, let's not forget uh, what's it called? Lawrence Little, what's his name from the Rams back in the day? He, he was playing after he ran over. I mean, not saying you should, and God bless the dead, but he actually killed someone with a car and was still playing ball. <laughs> and that's before we started caring about things like that in the NFL. Yeah, Dante so Stallworth, you know. Oh, he did it too. Yeah, yeah did. that's different though. That's Dante yeah, that's different. Yo, uh, no. Okay. He went to jail for a little bit, didn't he? <laughs> 509. Who this? He is Raul from Yakima, Washington. Yeah, it's who? Vice Lombard, who? Raul. 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 Yakima, okay, Raul. Yakima, Washington. Okay, okay, Raul from Natchez, Mississippi. What you got for the show? I waited 45 minutes just to say that one fan that called talking about a secondary garbage. <laughs> you ready to run? That's hey, what I'm talking about. He's been waiting for 45 minutes. He's just, time out. Time out. Time out. Wait, 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 wait. Raul, listen. I don't want you to think about time constraints. You just bought yourself unlimited time. Talk your talk, my friend. Man, how you going? So, like, they were like rookies, bro. Like, what are you talking about? You never did. You talking about Brandon Carr and all yeah. that. That's who you were thinking about. You know, yeah. of course, if you're going to talk about it, you think about Brandon Carr yeah. and. 
JJ Wilcox and stuff. I mean, I looked, I like Wilcox, but he had his flaws. But man, these these guys did way better than I thought they were gonna do. Mm-hmm. Way better than I thought they were gonna do. Yeah. And then these guys gonna come say they're they were garbage. So that man, kid, I, he's lucky when Strong wanted to slap him. He's a virtual <laughs> slap. That's I mean, Baker, the <laughs> defensive. I mean, Cowboys fans, do not talk about. Secondary like that, especially if they're rookies like that. Well, I mean, think and then think of this. Well, think of this, right? None of this. We had the same secondary coach for for eleven years. Well, no, for seven years, right? None of the DBs that we've drafted in the last seven years, or even come across in the last seven years, have gotten better. You know, every DB that's come into our into our in our to our camp has either stayed the same or, or regressed. Chris Richard was the single handed. My thing is this: if you draft DBs, who were you trusting to even coach them up? Last year, I think last year was more of a year just kind of throwing them in the fire because Rob Marinelli is a D line guy. He's never yeah. been a DB guy. He's never been known for DBs. Man, I mean, you could drop the mic on this right here and just leave it. We got rid of Witten. I was not excited for this season. Honestly, like, I was I was mad. I was, like, I, I was looking forward to it once I once we got Chris Richard and everything. But now that all these other moves started happening, like, I got that fire back. Like, I'm so excited about the season. Finally. Mm. Like, but when we first got rid of them, it's just I kind of I mean, I'm I'm a real fan. Like I got him tatted on my arm and everything. I love the Cowboys. Well, you better than me. I mean, as far as initial initial talent, though, man, and, and draft picks, we're more talented than the original Legion of Boom. As far as on paper, I'm not going to say on field yet because we don't know. But on paper, Byron Jones, they never had three starting our number one first round talent uh, corners ever. Foot race that ain't close. Foot race wise, what's more. Yeah. And in Akuya, think about this: where they were drafted at, you would think that the Dallas Cowboys defense should have more upside than the Legion of Boom. Oh, definitely. Like, I mean, I, I mean, because Byron these guys were all drafted because think about it, these guys were all drafted to be good. Richard Sherman was not a guy that they thought was going to come in and be Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman paid wide receiver all the way up until his junior year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he, this Richard Sherman was not. They were the only person that they knew was going to be who he was was Earl Thomas, and that, and he looked over his uh, Taylor then, Mays. He went over Taylor Mays to get him. I mean, you can you can look at um, Xavier Woods' first year and say, hey, you know, you can't you 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 wouldn't give him the credit because he didn't have the pedigree coming out of Lafayette, but or Louisiana Tech. I'm sorry, but uh, you wouldn't give him that credit, but. Um, Xavier Woods played as good as anybody could have asked other than the fact that he didn't force a lot of turnovers. But as far as, you know, consistency, you hear Lewis's name all the time. You hear Cheeto's name all the time. But the best out of all three of those rookies was and still is Xavier Woods because he he played all year and you didn't see him all year. And when you don't see a DB, it's because he's not getting picked on. And uh, he didn't get picked on all year, whether he was in the slot or when he was out deep. It just didn't happen. You didn't see people running right by him or or beating him deep. He only got beat for one touchdown, and that was on a play action against the Giants uh, in week 14. Uh, you know, a misdirection play, not a straight head up, you beat me. He hasn't gotten well, theoretically, theoretically, you really didn't see the only cornerback that you really saw on film getting beat deep last year was Anthony Brown, number 30. I mean, it, everybody it. else pretty much held their own. Even uh, Keaton Allen. Keaton yeah. Allen didn't burn us deep. Keaton Allen, we just couldn't tackle him. Like we yeah, we realistically scandal. could not tackle him. Orlando Lewis, Lewis got beat a couple times though. I just want to say uh, that like people people ignore that, but Lewis got beat. He just didn't get. They just didn't connect. 
And that uh that last play of the second with well, the first half against the Kansas City Chiefs, uh Tariq ran in without being That was all tackling. <laughs> that was all t- <laughs> that, that was Orlando Scandrick no, making that business. That was Orlando Scandrick, man. Yeah. He, <laughs> hey, can he, I he, can, can he I say can I give you an What is that? Hello? Uh, yeah, well, I think we lost him. He gone. Damn. Man, no, he's on mute. Man, well, we're gonna move on to the next call then. Uh <laughs> We're going to see what's going on. It's just, that was abrupt. I'm going to ruin silence. Uh, this? This Angel. What up, Angel? What you got for the show? Quigley. Oh, man. Um, well, so I've, I've, I'm kind of like like with the national media, man. It's, I feel like they don't really put a lot of research into like either side when they're kind of like predicting our schedule and their, the outcome. Of course not. I'm, I feel like. You know, I feel like, you know, with, with the Cowboys, it's kind of like, uh, that you know, they, they, they still kind of ride on that 2015, hell, the 2013 defense and just, you know, kind of sure call them trash and not really paying attention to, you know, they didn't pay attention to the last two, two, three games, you know, the defense plays. Um, you know, they were with offenses or, uh, you know, the other teams, they kind of hyped the, you know, the other teams up. But, you know, Phil to mention, you know, their downfalls, uh, I don't know how to, you know, I'm predicting like the New York Giants, the Super Bowl champions. So, um, you know, I'm just kind of looking at that. And I'm just looking at, you know, I'm just listening to God. I'm, you know, sort of optimistic about the defense and offense, um, different packages they can run now with, you know, Dez and Witt and not really demanding the ball or, you know, demanding to be in the game. Um, I feel like we can do um, different packages that, you know, we can have without, you know, a tight end being on the field. Um, and then, you know, defensively, uh, you know, I feel, you know, great about the defense from the depth, uh, the talent, um, how they've been stockpiling draft picks, uh, you know, teams like the, the Eagles and, you know, other teams that build their defenses that, you know, they, they have a lot of guys with premium picks that, you know, even are sitting on the bench. You know, you look at Nick Barnett was a first round pick that, you know, it took a while from help. All right, bro, I'm ahead. I'm gonna have to stop you, dog. Uh, appreciate okay. you, but 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 listen though, fam. I just want to tell you before I hang up on you. Let me pause this. I just want to let you know, it's it's uh, June and July. Never listen to the mainstream media in June and July, All right, bro. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. My man, my man. Thanks for the call. Keep 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 on watching. Keep on watching, man. That's what I'm talking about. Keep on watching. <laughs> we gonna get a man. We gonna get him out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the last call for the, the night. Day. Cause we got day job tomorrow. Nine one nine. Who this? Dwayne from North Raleigh, North Carolina. Ninety seconds, Dwayne. What's cracking like? I just want to know what y'all think about Randy Gregory coming back. We excited. Keep going. <laughs> 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 I love it. Keep going. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. That was my my only my thing, man. I was just wondering what y'all thought about him and then their new guy we just drafted this year. Number one draft we used it in the draft this year. What y'all think about that guy? Well, you got 76 more seconds. Keep going. Keep going. Keep rolling. That's it. That's all I got to say. My man. This brother um, been waiting for get, 90 get, 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 That man waited all this time to say, hey, man, I'm excited about Randy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, he he we, uh, 
he was basically but, saying how do how do we feel about the additions on defense, whether it be Randy and Van Der Esch and Dorrance, and you know, like just the taking what we did last year and and adding young guys to it. I mean, if you if you look at Randy as a red shirt or sort of like a pseudo draft pick because we really haven't gotten to see a full season with him yet. Uh, if you look at him like that and you look at uh, the, the addition of LVE with that uh, on this defense that was already ranked eight um, in the league, um, you can't say we got worse. Um, I think we got better at corner. We're definitely okay at safety. You know, who knows what we do with Earl Thomas. If we actually bring Earl Thomas in, I think he causes more confusion than he does anything else because you have guys behind him right now like Woods and he who I think deserve a shot to play or at least see what they are first uh, with Chris Richard at that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm excited too, man. I feel great about LVE. I think with the way you see Bobby Wagner and K.J. Wright and uh, Malcolm Smith uh, used, uh, having a guy like LVE who can move like that is crucial. Um, and then Randy Gregory is Randy Gregory. So, yeah, it's great. My yep. thing is with Randy Gregory, and I'm going to look at him as like a rookie almost. Uh, if he can give me five or six sacks, I'm not looking for the double digit. If he can just give me that production, I'm happy. Everybody so just, uh, just needs to understand, man, Randy is a combination of natural gifts. You know, he's he he's not really polished yet. So let's not mm-hmm. think that he's Vic Beasley or Von Miller. He's going to come out and get us all those sacks. He gets sacks because his arm's so damn long, the offense can't get hands on him. Or he's just he just bursts off the edge. So if he just outruns somebody, he doesn't really have this nuance that, you know, Joey Bosa has something like that. So uh, yeah. give them, give them, give them time to learn the game. Give them time to get acclimated and all that. But uh, the last call, hey, I, like, go ahead, go ahead. I will say, I will say, he does have something what's called a bend, b e n d, and that is his ability to bend his torso, you know, and get around the offensive line without getting touched. And I, I mean, you know, Brian Brodus, you know, I hate, I love Brian Brodus. I don't know how y'all feel about him, but you know, he, you know. He said he's had one of the best bands that he's ever seen as a player. Haley even confirmed that, too. So, you know, and just think, man, there's a lot of players that the Dallas Cowboys have necessarily given up on or just didn't give them another contract. You know, they didn't they didn't release Rolando McClain. They just didn't resign him. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that the Cowboys just have 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 stopped dealing with. But for whatever reason. They have hung, you know. They they have they have hung in there and stood tight with um with 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 um with my boy Randy. Some they didn't even do it with Ryan Russell. Remember Ryan Russell? They drafted him back in the day. They they had him one whole well, got, year and gave up on him. You know what I'm saying? So guys, I definitely feel that they're gonna get him. You got guys like McLean who didn't really have a passion for football, and then you have guys like Hardy who just was a hothead. But the difference between those guys and the reason I think we held on to Randy Gregory is. You know, one, his addiction was to uh, marijuana. He had that coming in. That was kind of on his scouting yep. report, anyway. Yep. Uh, and then beyond that, his his Wonderlick score. He's a he's a he's a hell of a smart player. So, him, yeah, him being as smart as he is and as talented and the upside that he has, they, they figure if we can really get this guy to, to, I think him sitting down actually helped him, helped his career because if we can get this guy to get hungry and see what he's actually walking away from with. Uh, playing around with weed and so on, um, I think it's a wake-up call for him. So I don't, I don't think we'll have many problems out of him. I, I honestly believe in the change that he's uh, exhibiting right now because he just had a baby. And as you know, I, you know, I'm having one law. You just you just had one two years ago, though. But uh, yeah. you know, those of you who are parents out here understand, like you know, no matter how much of a hothead you are, and I used to be one, 
you kind of clean yourself up when you when you know you got kids relying on you. So I, I hope that that's a, a good uh, leverage point for them. I got four. My wife said we can have one more if the Cowboys have win a Super Bowl. So I'm trying to hold it until then. <laughs> I want, I want five, man. I want a whole damn basketball. I got four, and I'm holding. I need, I need a Super Bowl, baby, man. I'm gonna end up with six if we win it again. Oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah. eight, eight, one, seven. You got sixty nine seconds. Let's run it. Who it is? Who that's Fort Worth? Who? Jason. Okay, Jason. What you got for the show? Come on, Jason. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with Rico Gathers, man. Are we gonna put him in because I see him and I just. Drool. Man, fuck Rico Gaddis. I mean, it can't be that hard. I played a little Pee Wee football. It can't be. It ain't that hard. Don't make me hang up on you, man. Is he talking about the National Football League or is he talking about the National Fantasy Football League? Man, Rico Gathers. I mean, blocking or not. Let me me just put this incredibly simple for you. Dak Prescott may throw the ball 18 to 22 times a game. Uh, Zeke going to get the ball a lot. Tavon going to get the ball a lot. Ross Smith probably get about eight carries or so. That boy going to have to block. He ain't blocking right now. The kid we just, the, the uh, tight end that we just drafted, Dalton Schultz, can block, can block his ass off. Jeff yes, Swain, Swain is a better blocker than Rico. Uh, uh, Jarwin is a better blocker than Rico. So, sure, Rico gives us something in the passing game, but one thing Cowboy fans don't like is being predictable. I don't know how that works, but being predictable. And if Rico on the field, they're going to look at him and go, man, he ain't blocking nobody. They about to throw the ball. Oh, so, yeah. this, is a, this is what I would say. The worst thing for Rico gathers is for one of those other tight ends to learn to be really good on special teams. Because if one of those other tight ends becomes like a like a special teams, like somewhat of a standout or even makes a special team squad, then I would probably say that Rico Gathers is – I'm not going to say he's not going to make the team, but I would say it's going to be very, very hard, very, very, very hard. If one of these – one of those guys like a Dalton learn, if, if he can be on the, a wedge or on a kickoff routine, it's going to be almost impossible because, like you said, Vach, you know, Rico's skill set. If you guys remember, yo, every touchdown highlight that you think of Rico gathers are balls going over his head and him catching the ball in the end zone. Those are not passes thrown by Dak Prescott. You know what I'm saying? Those, those, None of those passes were thrown by Dak Prescott. You know what I'm saying? Do I think he can adapt? Yeah, I can. But like you say, Vosh, I don't think the opportunity is going to fit him to do that. I just don't think I it's going to be there. Same same yeah. argument that you guys have for uh, – that we have for Lance Lenore – Dez and so on. Dez, Brian, Rico, I was about to say it. Rico is best suited on a team that does, that's not going to require him to do as much. He, he needs to play for a team like San Diego, where you know you just want a a, a uh, you know a, a tweener type tight end that you know or a team that can just hide him. We're not the team for him because we're a run first team, so we need Green Rocky. Bay. We need Green him. Bay. He can play for Green Bay. He can play for the Raiders. He can play for you know, teams like. Yeah, he can play for teams like that, but he, he we're not going to ask him to block. You know, he can probably even play for Seattle. You know, take that Jimmy Graham role. I think he's like a like Martellus Bennett. He's going to be a good player in this league. I think if he can, if he wants to play, but I don't think it's going to be for us. Yeah, and it's also going to depend on how how hung up he is about this transition. If the Cowboys don't keep him, because you know a lot of players, man, they get all hung up on not being on that first team, and they, they go to the next team, you know, and it, they just don't matriculate. So I think a lot of his maturity 
you know, because he took a chance coming to the NFL. You know, we took a chance because I definitely think in the NBA, you know, he probably I don't know if he could have been a starter, but he could have been on somebody's squad, you know, getting some rebounds. You know, so he did take a chance. So let's see how, you know, how he adapts, you know, you know, whatever that happens. But in this some and, you know, in this in this offseason, but the Cowboys are definitely going to give him an opportunity to showcase his talents because it's make or break it season for him. But then, like I said, if the Cowboys can find a way to stash one of these tight ends on the practice squad, which I don't think you can, man, because, you know, they know what Schultz, they, they, you're not going to put Schultz on there. And you know what the, 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 what's the kid um, from Arkansas, Jarwin? I'm not from Jarwin. Jar, you know what he can do. You have a bunch of guys. The only thing about Swing. the Cowboys is, Swing, exactly. These guys won't make it past cuts. Like, they're not going to make it on the cuts. So it's like if you put them on the practice squad, know that you're putting on the practice squad to lose them. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think the Cowboys are going to take that chance with something you know. I mean, if it, if this was a year where we had a guy like a Romo or a guy, a quarterback who could put it out there a little bit better, then maybe so. But I, I agree with you what you're saying. But, hey, my last, my last, last point before I get out of here, I promise, promise, promise. Man, somebody made a point about Jordan Lewis on that play against Devontae Parker against Green Bay, Green Bay Packers, right? I want to jump in here and say this. Jordan Lewis played a hell of a job on the first play. But you know what you didn't equate for? You didn't equate for Aaron Rodgers looking at Parker and saying, I'm going to do the exact same play. We're just going to go to the other side. That final touchdown was more on Aaron Rodgers than on in his greatness than it was on Jordan Lewis. But on the second because play, too, Jordan as well, Lewis, they played him off, too. They played him off, man, coverage. That, yep. that good old yes, guy, but I mean, it was uh, like, it's, it's like how much it's a perfect pass thrown to somewhere where only the quarterback and the receiver knowing the ball, and they just did the same play, and you you made the play. Who's the thing? Jordan Lewis, in his mind, is not thinking they're coming right back at you. Yeah, and that's exactly what Aaron Rodgers did. Should play press That's twice, what a Hall yeah. of Fame quarterback can do. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, hey, man, tell them where they can find you at, man, where they can locate you and all this good stuff for you, Ron. Man, I'll be at Dallas Cowboy Scouting, man, on Facebook. Hey, man, the, I'm y'all are the kings of YouTube, man. So I ain't trying to. I'm y'all. Y'all, that is y'all kingdom. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That is y'all kingdom. And I just want to be a a person I can come kick it with y'all. But man, I'm over here on Facebook, um, Dallas Cowboy Scouting. I'll be at training camp three times a week. I'm starting August. I mean July 26th. So make sure you tune in. And uh, shoot, man, I appreciate y'all for having us on, man. Having me on, I appreciate it. 10-4, man. Appreciate you, man. Salute. Thank you for joining Likewise. the Nation, man. West hey. Coast. Yeah. West Coast. All day, every day, even twice on Sunday. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So, uh, any, anything else, Vach? Man, we got somebody on the phone. Oh, right? uh, 509, you got 10 seconds. Hey, it's me again, Raul. I, just, I never got the chance to see you. Yeah, hey, I appreciate everything you guys do. I love you, man. You guys make my day go by a lot faster than work, man. Keep it up. I respect everything you guys do, man. Appreciate man, it, man. Appreciate yeah, it, man. That, that was worth it, man. That man, come on, man. That's what I'm talking about. about. That's yeah. always welcome. Yeah, we mess with Raul. I'm shutting this phone down, dog. That, 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 <laughs> that's we a record. On that. yeah. That's a record, man. That's a record. We tra- hey, man, look. We, we, <laughs> we held it down for y'all, man. We told you we was going to get all y'all in. We got everybody in. Yes, me, and I don't think nobody in this world can do two hours. And how long we've been going on? Two hours. Y'all embrace that long ass grind. Long grind. That let you know that man. Nobody can say man. These guys don't love the Cowboys. My podcast. We love these Cowboys. (laughs) 
<laughs> hey, the uh, Koye, man, tell them everything where they can find you at, where they can locate you at, man, and PayPal, pay, uh, Patreon. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Tupac, yeah, Lee, I, 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 had, I had to fight the, the Patreon guys uh, all week, but um, they're working on my original Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com backslash Koye Media. But um, in the in the interim, I actually have a substitute until you know we merge these accounts, and that would be uh, Patreon.com backslash Okoye. I want you guys to actually go out and um, give me some input in regards to what type of rewards you want for the uh, the Patreon account, because what I'm doing right now at a dollar, you can access uh, Patreon only type content. Uh, so I'll load, you know, maybe highlight videos, which I don't really do on my Okoye page, but they're a little quicker and easier for me to do. I'll load them up out there on Patreon, and you guys will get that for a dollar. But uh, right now, I am running a contest where, uh, not just a contest, but it's an ongoing thing, where if you do donate $10 for whatever reason and upload a a um, a uh, 15 to 30 second uh, clip just saying, uh, prove it with the film or Okoye Media, prove it with the film, I'll add you guys to my intros because you guys know I, I look for unique ways to introduce all the content that I put up. So, you know, for $10 in a video, you guys can definitely be in uh, my intros moving forward with a uh, a call out and a uh, a credit for that. So, you know, just, just join in with us. Like Patreon is not us begging for donations. It's more so us asking you guys to aid us in the growth of our uh, our movement. So, you know, if you guys like what we do, we love what we do. So help us keep doing it uh, and doing it full time. So, um, yeah, you can find me there and you already know you can find me on Okoye Media on YouTube and Twitter. Yes, indeed, man. That's good, man. And uh, in your chat box, cause we was going live on your YouTube page, too, as well. Who who's some of the all stars that was in there before we run to as well on your page? Um, OK, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Let me give you guys some shout outs. Uh, Chris Rayner, um, I'm, I'm actually going to start doing some boxing soon. But shout out to Chris Rayner. Uh, Game Changer, April Stanton, always showing love. Uh, hey, Steve Mac, 23. Uh, April on point with it always. Uh, Buddy Johnson, I'm going to come with some Cam Kelly video for sure. Uh, my man uh, Sushi, uh, A17 <laughs> with the classic name, classic uh, avatars. It's a lot of guys out here, man, that uh, actually show love. This is my first uh, live video, but I'm definitely going to be doing these every week with Law. And then uh, we'll try to find a creative way to add new pieces as the season uh, comes on, because I am a big fantasy player. So I'll, I'll let you guys in on how I pick my teams and, and uh, how I play fantasy football, because uh, I made five grand on daily fantasy last year. So I, I think I'm okay at it. Not, not great, but I'm good. Five grand, five bands is a lot of money. All right. Hey. So I'm talking about no other. I'm talking my brother from the same home skillet. Vodge, man. Tell them where they can find all your good information, film sessions, and stuff like that, too, as well. Chatbox say Law Law said a total of 17 words tonight, but it is what it is. <laughs> oh, it's your boy Lombardi. V-O-C-H-L-O-M-B-A-R-D-I. I break down film on my channel as well. Akoya, I call him the myth buster. You know what I mean? He'll 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 take some <laughs> narrative that y'all out here running with and he'll fix that. And you yeah. know. I really do appreciate that level of film breakdown. I'm just more so of the technique guy, you know, what we what we getting from this player. Yeah. So if you want to go to my channel, I just dropped the Randy Gregory film session. I pulled a little bit of Nebraska. I pulled a little bit of uh, of, uh, of uh, Cowboys Randy. So go on over there and check that thing out. Follow me on Twitter as well, Patreon, 
everything, man. The Patreon is very important, man. Just like the homie said, man, it's not begging. It's just we selling the service. We just give it away for free. But if you want to tip us, hey, man, we here. We here. But mine is Vach Lombardi. Everything. V-O-C-H-L-O-N-B-A-R-D-I. Also, the Vach's Voice Podcast. I got like seven uh, seven pods up there. So uh, go, on, go on over there and check that out. It's on all your uh, typical podcast streaming services. Koye, thanks for uh, rumbling with me tonight. Lord, thanks for having me on. Salute. Yes, yes indeed, sir, man. It's Appreciate always a pleasure, man, for everybody tuning in to the nation. Uh, hey, you guys know I try to go live like 95 every day. I know I didn't say a lot of words because I had a lot to say earlier today, but I'm gonna, I let these guys talk because they're really the best. You know, I'm just sitting back just – absorbing all this stuff in his good nutrients Lord God, uh, yes. no 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 you guys it man i'm just sitting here just uh enjoying the moment i love the cowboys i don't like them at all i love them i bleed silver and blue you guys know shout out to my guy wiggle bells with the black hands uh my guy also uh antonio gonzalez uh jackie miss jackie was in here earlier today i know a lot of people went to bed but this is the thing when you love the cowboys like we do and you get to sit here for the entire two hours and a half. That's meaning everything to me. Don't forget to like, subscribe to the channel, Hulk Rage, smash the like button. And also, if you want to really join in to everything that we do, hit the notification. Be a part of the notification squad. Every time I go live, I always give a shout out to the first person that's in the mix. They are the ones that's winning this thing. So also, too, as well, I have a podcast. Just type in LAW Nation. And you will see my either my face or the or that the Law Nation logo. And don't forget about the website. We own that website too as well. Vach, he's also putting your stuff out there. That's uh, ddallasprospect.com. That's my guy DDP. We try to go live too as well on Thursday nights at nine o'clock. Hey, be there, be swear. We try to do this thing one way or another. That's all the time I have for today. I really thank everybody for yours. And remember. You're listening to nothing but the bass. Let's jam out to some of this, some of this music, y'all. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Let's, Let's jam out to it, Let me man. put my glasses on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that beat finna drop now. What? Gregory back, and then the step in the back. He about to get all the sacks, and we get back in the back, and we gon' bring in the back. D-Lo on the die, he on the other side. Turn the crop in the bed, put the rear, put the rear, put the rear, pushing the tap off the bridge, put the rear. The crazy thing is, like, that's not far fetched from being a hit. One of them. One hundred percent.